this is your announcer Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. How was everyone's 4th of July? Noah's was sadly cut short. I won't get into details, but please know that Roman candles are not for internal use under any circumstances. Be safe out there, kids. Here's the show. Um, yeah, no, under no circumstance. What am I, Carmine Apiece? What does that mean? Or one of his groupies, perhaps. Oh, well, yeah. there's a story in his book I was reading on, on the way home where he went to a strip club and he said that the strippers in this strip club in Hamburg in the red light district were putting uh, bottles of liquor up their pussies. Oh, yeah? Whoa! Full or empty? candles no. and all that stuff. You mean putting... Uh, the liquor from a bottle in their pussies, or putting an entire bottle I'm using a bottle, squatting as a, I'm over, yeah, yeah, like a bottle dildo. They weren't over. pouring Jack Daniels inside of them. That would or be dangerous. Maybe not necessarily later in the show because it was very vague. It doesn't have to be pouring it. Maybe they would put the whole bottle in, empty it, and then yank the bottle out. We'll clarify That'd later in the show. Yes, we will ask him. because we will have Carmine a piece on the air with us uh, later on in this hour. This is the Metal Injection Livecast, episode 366. Mm. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. My name is Rob. I'm here with Darren. Hi. A sick Sid. Hey. And a, and really a very healthy Noah. Oh, uh, actually, I don't know. I have like a, like 10 mosquito bites from yesterday, so I might have Zika. That's fine for uh, you. An overly babies. paranoid Noah. Uh, by the way, Rob, I want to point out that this is episode 366, and now... You can listen to one episode every day of the year if it's a leap year. Yeah. Which this year oh. is, although we've already passed the leap. Yeah, you could do that uh, next four years from now. If you started at the top of the year or, or uh, mm-hmm. coming up in uh, 2020. Yeah. But by that, <laughs> we'll already have oh my had God. four more years mm-hmm. of episodes. So. Obama. No, wait. <laughs> if Obama. I wish. <laughs> Given the two choices we have, I wish Obama could have four more years. Havana. Oh my goodness! Havana. We'll, we'll talk about some politics. We got Obama. Let's talk about. We have Carmine Apiece on the show. Yeah, it's Our July. It is. We we're going to talk a lot about Brooklyn. It's July fifth. Uh, we just. It's kind of weird. It feels a little bit like Monday. Yeah, we're doing the show, so it's very clearly Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And I want to remind everyone: if you want to be a part of the show. You can do so by giving us a call, 718-303-2353. And uh, if you, uh, you know, if you're not listening live and you want to contribute, you could always still call that number and leave a voicemail during the week. We have a bunch of voicemails to play today. There's also a little SpeakPipe app where you could record using your computer microphone. Did you choose that because it has pipe in it? <laughs> I did not. Oh. It is the only... Uh, recording widget Just available uh, and uh, also you can email us hate mail at metalinjection.net or tweet us at milivecast or facebook.com slash metalinjectionlivecast and you could also Skype right and then they could see you that's right you could Skype and us at metalinjectionlivecast we make, make it really uncomfortable we make ourselves so available yeah. for everyone it's true Devin Tensky uh, Skypes us every week uh, with a visual yeah it's true when he calls us to the show it, yeah is he always fully dressed? He is dressed. <laughs> well, we don't know that, do we? Isn't it we just do. his face in the shot? No, his oh. it's like his it's upper. Usually, it's even in his front, upper body. Yeah. It's Devin Noah, get it right. Devon, maybe she says it phonetically. Devon, <laughs> you don't love Devin. our fans, do you? I thought so. How dare you? <laughs> Spreading. Does lies. he like deaf heaven? Deaf heaven. Yeah. Oh, damn it! 
I said phonetically. I screwed it up. <laughs> um, so Thief yesterday, even. yesterday, uh, <laughs> Rob, Darren, and I went to visit a one Mr. Dave Hill. Oh yeah, at true. WFMU. It's and we true. did you can some terrestrial that. radio. I, and I dropped an F-bomb. Oh, that was, that was exciting. Oh, yes. oh, yeah, he dumped you. That was, yeah. I, I, I'm I, never going to get invited back. That's it. Did not realize it at all. What did you cool. say again? You said that it was about some metal. It was that, we were talking about Metallica because uh, they're doing this new campaign for this high-end tuxedo brand that nobody's ever really heard of. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, uh, Dave, I, I forget, but I was just saying something about he goes, how like it. there was something public opinion. And I was like, oh, they don't give a fuck, right? Oh, right. right. Dave just shot you this look. Oh man! I mean, just like how <laughs> Rob. quick. So I was telling Rob. I mean, how quickly he responded to Rob by just like automatically hitting the dump button, mm-hmm. which basically means um, that eight seconds get cut out of audio, so that it. It extracts the fuck out. Right? I might, or now, the I might be. I, I was under the impression that you can dump as little or as much as you want to. You don't have to dump all eight seconds. It depends correct? on how much time is ramped up in the studio. So, like, mm-hmm. it's serious. We're on delay, and mm-hmm. it's an eight second delay. So we're always eight seconds ahead of. But that I got. But what I'm saying is, like, if I want to dump one second of it, I can, or I can um, dump the whole thing. No, because he just had one button on the Yeah, board. I think it has to be, like, it, you could change the amount of time, but it has to be predetermined and, like, set. So if there's one fuck, yeah. you dump it, then you're done. Now you're in live time, right? Right, e- exactly. So that's, uh, but he did it slowly, again, didn't he? And then, well, the no, I, I don't think it is on live time. I think it's just, since it's eight seconds behind it, like... Uh, Excuse me, who works be more Yeah, let, let the professional. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> who uses eight seconds in the studio? Okay. So the oh. way that it works is... <laughs> the, way, the way that it works is, is after you hit it, yes, if somebody else comes in and says, fuck again, like a minute later, you're most likely screwed. Because what happens is it ramps up slowly. So it'll mm. take all the spaces in the audio and oh. turn it into eight seconds again. Imperceptibly delays the show until it builds up so that the, buffer again. Right, and the, and the audio uh, gets stretched a bit, right, as you go along, like, but it's like not really audible. Uh, it's, it's, speaking my language. <laughs> yeah, but you know... Thank if, you for, for putting it in Yeah, I'm terms. like the translator. Yeah. If we had to do that, can you imagine... We'd have to have like oh. a, an hour <laughs> yeah, delay. Exactly. Like, it would be like Hot 97, <laughs> like every song on Hot 97 that's just yeah. every other word beep, is muted. I never, never had to really deal with it other than the last time I was on FMU because, you know, on Sirius, on the metal channel specifically, you can curse however the fuck yeah. really? you want. I didn't know that. It was a, uh, like the the... Word from above was like, don't go out of your way to curse. Like, it, try not to curse. If it drops in, it's no big deal. Yeah, yeah. if it drops in, you don't have to. But like the way Rob did it was natural. It wasn't over the top. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised because that they seem like a very like corporate conscious entity. You know, but that was sort metal. of the, like the uncensored aspect was sort of one yeah. of the selling points. Yeah, that we was have point. the dump button in case someone calls in and you know will. Something racist or personal racist, information. Yeah. Personal information. There's a million different reasons. Sure. You know, but that makes sense to me. Saying "fuck" doesn't seem to be worthy of that stuff. You know, I agree. But Dave was just like so quick mm. to put his finger on the button, and then again when the when the caller, the caller said caller it, it, and when the caller dropped the f bomb, like to it for me, it just went over my head. Yeah. But Dave was so quick about it, it, which yeah, means, I didn't even pick up on it until well, Dave freaked out. Well, not freaked out, but you know, like, which means that Dave must have dropped the f bomb on, on his show, which he admitted, uh, and he must have gotten reamed for it. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, it's a big fine if you, if yeah. someone complains, like a hundred grand for the station, right? 
The thing is, like, I can't imagine any FMU listener ever complaining. But yeah, you gotta (laughs) act right. right Well, they have don't they have people monitoring every station all the time? I think you only get fined if someone files a complaint. Like that's that's how the FCC works. But I'm saying I thought the the FCC has people listening randomly to shows. Maybe randomly, but I don't know. I I misspoke. I don't mean like every single show is monitored, but Mm -hmm. they have people that just do that. So it doesn't have to even be a listener complaint. Well, you can curse all you want when you give us a call, 718-303-2353. Somebody definitely uh, cursing up a storm, I feel, is Dave Mustaine. Oh, boy. Uh, One Dave to another. I feel it's like, uh, it's great that we, now that like they're like in the middle of their album cycle, like we get a new little update every week. Uh, And like this week, you know, of course, just to give a little background uh, for this album, his guitarist, his second guitarist, and the drummer left because basically they had no creative input in the band, and he was just—I'm, you know, putting words in their mouth—but a slave driver. <laughs> like, but now, from what? the sound of things, it's just like here's what you're playing. Play, they're like robots. When you, I mean, Megadeth didn't come out last November. You know, they've been around for thirty years, of course. And this is, isn't it? When you join Megadeth, don't you know? Not to defend Dave Mustaine, who is a dick. But don't you know that this is going to be your job? Just play whatever the fuck he says? Well, when they joined the band, I'm sure that was their attitude. And they were just in the band for maybe 10 years. And they were just like, you know what? <laughs> we've we've gotten as much as we could out of this experience. Right. We've established our name. Right. Let's go just do our own band. Well, that's fine. Which uh, was That's fine. I understand good. that. <laughs> I understand that totally. But when it becomes like... When it seems, it almost seems they're saying that they were given a false impression. No, 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 no. They, uh, I want to make it clear, like they, they've been relatively respectful mm-hmm. of oh, Dave okay. saying they've been professional in their in their answers and thankful for the opportunity. I, just reading between the lines, it's just very clear that he didn't really uh, let them have any say in anything. Who, who is them? Uh, this would be Chris Broderick and uh, Glenn Drover, I believe. Is it Glenn Drover or Sean Drover? Glenn do, Drover. Do was we the know if guitar. either of their uh, parents serve authentic food? Uh, 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 like to on one of them of is certainly. I believe Chris Broderick, Broderick is Italian. So Bro- Broderick? No. Is Italian? No. I don't. I just the name is not. I don't know if he is or not. Brodericky. <laughs> Maybe he shortened it in Ellis Island when he came over. <laughs> Is he related to Spanky of wrestling fame? Wasn't that guy's last name Broderick, too? No, that was Kendrick. Oh, never mind. Could you hit the dump button so people don't hear that I said that? <laughs> Thank you, Rob. Nope. Damn it. Uh, the dump button for Sid means poop comes out. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the only button I have. <laughs> okay, it doesn't really say it's what broken. His, his ethnicity is. Uh, so, so much. Oops. <laughs> Where's that plop sound? I think that's the one that we need. So, Rob, I have a trick for you. If you ever interview him again, he's going to be Dave Mustaine. (laughs) He's going to be very tired of being asked about Nick Menza. Mm -hmm. You should ask him about hip hop artist Vic Mensa. (laughs) Because it's almost the same fucking name and it's technically a different question. And their mascot is Vic Rattlehead, so it works out very well. Maybe he's got other memories of that guy. Did you know that, Noah? Did you know that? You know, they're fans, they're called Drukies. No. Although he says Droogies. I didn't know what the fans are called. Wait, are we talking Dookies? about Megadeth or Vic Mensa? Megadeth. Oh, okay. I thought Droogies. What are Vic Mensa's because, because Dave Mustaine Mensaholics. is an idiot, and when he went to Russia, someone called him Droog, 
which means friend. Yeah. So then he was like, oh, droogies. So it's not even a uh, Clockwork Orange reference? Well, didn't they get that from the the, the word? Yeah, but I just oh, figured he be, would try, actually, be trying to be cool and reference that book. You might be right. Yeah. Who knows? Does he drink milk? I never finished his book, so. Anywho. Yeah, he probably wouldn't give it credit anyway. So then on this new album, he had to find a really good drummer, and uh, I guess no really good drummers not in bands, not already in bands, wanted to play on the album. Mike Portnoy? What's he doing? That's a good question. Why wasn't Mike Portnoy? <laughs> maybe Mike Portnoy. You, I don't maybe think those the egos, two egos yeah. do not fit in one room. Yeah, Mike, like Mike Portnoy is not going to sit around and let somebody tell him what to play. You know? It's so much easier that way. <laughs> If the song sucks, blame that guy. So he he got in Chris Adler, who's the drummer of Lamb of God. Mm. Wonderful guy. Truly like one of the nicest people in heavy metal. I've met him. Like, and also one of the earliest, yep. earliest supporters of Metal Injection. This is a full-on break right here. Seriously. <laughs> uh, <laughs> earliest fans of Metal Injection. And he still hasn't died from it, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's been on this a show. A survivor yeah. of the yeah. curse. Yeah. I think he has been on the show. Yeah, yeah he's he called Chris it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Really? I don't remember. Well, I remember good job, guys. We've been doing this for too long. <laughs> Seriously. Listen, we've been doing this for eight years. Excuse me if I don't remember uh, every single interview. So one thing he likes to do is be a, a session drummer uh, for bands kind of uh, in need. He, he session drum for Protest bands the Hero. in need. Dave Mustaine would have a heart attack if he heard you yeah. calling it that. He was in need of a drummer. I don't need anything. So apparently when the two, of, when Adler started drumming for Megadeth, he and Mustaine became friends. Like they were, there was, you know, the way the story got out was somebody took a photo of them on a taco date. Oh boy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is when the first story first surfaced years ago. I believe we even talked about it on the show. Did we? I don't remember. Was that this the Chris Adler episode? <laughs> no, that was not. <laughs> I would love to eat tacos. Mustaine was all... <laughs> I don't mess with girl guy girls. <laughs> Put a plug in it. Sorry. <laughs> Build that wall, but first let's get all the tacos from Mexico for Dave. Uh, Mustaine was all about Adler, and he wanted Adler to essentially join Megadeth. Uh, but Ad- and for Adler, Megadeth was his favorite band growing up, so it was kind of like a really tough decision because Lamb of God... Is his baby, you know? It's obviously, you know, it's for other people's babies as well. But that's his main gig. So he tried to make it work as much as he could and do double duty. <laughs> Where's that plop sound? Can, can you give me a damn second? Jeez. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's just not working out. So then, uh, to or earlier this weekend, in a new interview, Mustaine confirmed that uh, Adler's no longer in the band. Darren, do you have that? Do you have that quote that you could uh, mm, no, read for I us? I don't. <laughs> what about the plop sound? Just keep yeah. playing that. Same difference. I don't have I don't have that. Sorry. Oh. I have the plop. Rob, say it line by line and then Dar- like like wedding vows and then Darren will just say them back in the voice. Uh so uh so he was asked in an interview what considerations he takes into account when welcoming new musicians like Adler and uh, their new guitarist Kiko Lorenio, and so this Ooh. is how <laughs> I made that how name up. Lorero, Lorero, Lorero. So uh, let's see how he responds. Well, I think that if you're in the presence of greatness, oh boy, it would be shameful not to allow that person to be great. Well, he's not. He's talking about the other musicians. Oh. I'm assuming. Well, me too. <laughs> yeah, but let me back up though. Chris Adler is not with Megadeth. He's in Lamb of God. He was a session guy. 
It was what you could call work for hire. And he has nothing to do with us anymore. And he is with his band, which mm, I'm very grateful for his contributions. <laughs> I'm grateful for him introducing us to Dirk. He was talking about Dirk Verburen, who was also a guest on our oh. show, Soilwork drummer. Oh, yeah. oh. If you recall, a, f- a friend of JCVD's. I thought you meant uh, Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah, no, no, that would no. be He's cool. their new, like, Touring session drummer. Dirk right Nowitzki plays the drums. <laughs> no, Dirk, Dirk Verburen. We still haven't announced who our new drummer is going to be, but it won't be Chris Adler because he's in Lamb of God. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. Like He's taking the high road, but he's a little salty. I mean, obviously, Darren's reading is extra salty here, but... Uh, uh, I don't know. It seems like he's a little bitter about it because calling him a session guy is kind of contradicting to a quote he said a few months ago where it was like, oh, Adler's the permanent permanent right. drummer of, uh, of Megadeth. Oh, he did say that? Hold on. Let me pull up that quote. <laughs> Can you really... Uh, I mean, Dave Mustaine doesn't know what he's doing from one second to the next. Then he I, like, I guess yeah, he, he meant like he's permanent as long as he wants to keep being our session guy. Oh, I think actually... <laughs> we're not going to fire him. You, you, you reminded me, actually, what he actually said was, I think, uh, Adler is a member of the band for as long as he wants to be. Yeah, That's there you go. So he stopped wanting to be. Yeah. They should just replace him with Steven Adler. <laughs> from Guns N' Roses Just keep getting Adler drummers Like there's gotta be At least I a mean, couple Steven more I mean Adler Would love that Ray but I think, Adler I From Fate's Warning There you go oh. He probably knows How to drum He probably fucks around In the studio Sure There's gotta be others Rob Look up on your phone All the Adlers you know Lars Adler <laughs> <laughs> Rick Adam Adler The comedian uh, Hit that dump button again Quick <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I can't find the quote, but is I feel like Jew- you did say something. Is that, like that Jewish Adler? I think so. Jewy name. It sounds like it to me. Uh, I'm yeah. pretty sure he's not. I'm like 99. Adlerovich. He's not. You see it in the urinal because he has rhythm. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you play the drums. No, he's Aryan. Blonde hair, blue eyes. What does that mean? Jews can be Aryan. <laughs> I was at this family barbecue yesterday. It was my wife's family, mm-hmm. and they're all like super Catholic, but. Uh, have you <laughs> one well and one of her uncle's girl like her uncle's girlfriend is like this older Jewish woman and before she showed up that was like the first thing they mentioned every time they brought her up oh you know so and so's coming she's great she's Jewish uh-huh. but she doesn't look it she got blonde hair blue eyes <laughs> like that like, I'm sitting there like why do I need to know that part she looks like a white power freak though yeah you'd never know she sort of looked like Ann Coulter it was weird God sakes like a Jewish Ann Coulter if you can imagine mm-hmm no. Yes, we mm. can't imagine. Mm. Terrifying. Do they know that you're Jewish? Yeah. Yeah, that's why they keep mentioning it. Is, Is that another the first Jew going to be I think that probably. I'm sure when I'm showing up, they warn everybody. They don't say the charming Sid? No. No. There's no. Because I'm not like praying with them, and when they say grace, I just sort of like. Oh, really? They say grace? Oh, they're the full on. Full on super religious. How did you not incinerate? You're so evil. Yeah, I don't know. I was fortified with liquor. How were you oh. drinking? Uh, the, her uncle makes yeah. like some drink with it's like a Long Island iced tea type thing. He calls it a summer breeze, mm-hmm. and it's just it tastes like fruit punch or mm-hmm. like something like that. But yeah. it just got a bunch of liquor in it. And he keeps 
The second your hand is empty or your cup is low, he's like, all right, time for another one, and he just forces you to take another one. So do they have Manischewitz at the table? No, thankfully, no. My mother-in-law, who is not Jewish at all, and is very Guyanese, loves Manischewitz wine. I don't know why. (laughs) It's so funny that you say that, because I feel like my mom refuses to have any wine that isn't sweet wine, because... Her initial exposure to wine was Manischewitz. Oh, okay. oh. She will not have any other type, like a dry wine. Like she's like, no, I want the sweet wine. And like, we'll go to like a fancy restaurant, and you know, like, she orders the Manischewitz, <laughs> like the Manischewitz the wine. No, no, no. But she's like, what's your sweetest wine? And they're like, <laughs> what's the closest thing you have to Manischewitz? Yeah, to cl- <laughs> She goes to Keen's Steakhouse and orders Manischewitz. That's like my, my dad. Whenever we go to like a place that has steak, he always wants everything well done, and we uh, all have to like hide under the too, table. My dad too, and it comes out like a brick. Yeah. I was like, what are you it. doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't take these people anywhere. Nope. Mm. Oh, speaking of my dad, oh, I have to share this story. Yes. So he picked me up the other day. I had to help him move something <laughs> to his new apartment, and we're crossing over here on Fifth Avenue, which is a predominantly uh, Muslim neighborhood, part of Bay Ridge, Sunset Parkish. Yes. And a guy, like, walks right in front of the car. Uh-oh. And my dad, I told Rob this story. My dad screams out, Goddamn Muslims, they're killing our homosexuals. What? <laughs> what? In Orlando, Russian or in English? No, in English. Wow. <laughs> How does he even know those words? I, 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 watching the news. Fox what? News. Also, like, what, word, what word is surprising to you? Muslim, homosexual? That he said homosexual and not something shorter and more offensive. Yeah. I guess. Because he's on their side in this case. In this, yeah, finally. Strange bedfellows. <laughs> the the uh. ISIS made him pro-gay. <laughs> That's well, how anti-Muslim and racist Yeah, it's just like, look. <laughs> <laughs> he's not against... Uh, I mean, he might have his problems with homosexuals. God damn it, they're America's homosexuals. Yeah. And no one. If anybody's going to kill him, it's going to be me. With this car. Yeah, with the car. And the no. TV in the back. Like of the a seat. man, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that happened. Like, I went to, uh, like, Brett Bard and, like, some, like, right wing websites. Right Bard. Bread Bart. Yeah. Bread Bart. Bread Bard. I don't Bread know what that is. I don't know. Bread Bard. Who cares? Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck that. Isn't that guy dead? dead? Asshole. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, just you to see, like, like oh, what are the reactions here? Because it's like, who are they rooting for? Because it's like two, like, I don't want to say groups. I don't want to categorize. ISIS They're more xenophobic than they are homophobic. Yeah. Well, ultimately, <laughs> that like the the sentiment that your dad had was yeah. the whole said like I might not want them to get yeah. married. We don't want them to have rights, but God, <laughs> yeah, you have to but kill them. Yeah, I don't yeah. Want, yeah. That's a little overboard. Though, if we could, sure, but uh, it's not legal. That's yeah. not the way we, we make do it things. But there's bad. been plenty of that. Yeah. There, there's also been plenty of that. Yeah. But anyway, with that said, uh, we're gonna have Carmine a piece on. In just a minute, but right now I want to take a quick moment to have a word from our sponsor. Last year's Monster Energy Rock Allegiance sold out. So this year, we doubled down. Two days, September 17th and 18th, 20 rock bands per day with Avenged Sevenfold, Alice in Chains. Monster Energy Rock Allegiance. Music, craft beer, gourmet man food. Talent Energy Stadium, Saturday and Sunday, September 17th and 18th. Also with The Offspring, Breaking Benjamin, Chevelle, Pierce the Veil, Ghost, Chevy Metal. And appearances by Slayer and Volbeat. Let's get ready to rock 
three stages per day. Some 40 bands over two days. Go to rockallegiance.com for all ticket and festival information. Make your pledge. Get your tickets today. Fueled by Monster Energy Drink. It's the Metal Injection live cast. I'm going to try to call Carmine a piece right now. Okay. Brooklyn's own. Last time we called him, he was a little bit busy. But hopefully he... Uh, <laughs> hopefully he's available. Oh, we have Colin on the line. Colin, uh, we're going to hang up on you because we have a guest. But please call back uh, once we're done with him. Or if you have a question for him, let us know. I, I probably do have a question for him. Oh, you do? Does it have anything to do with him or just like working him into your predetermined narrative? <laughs> no. Okay, well, uh, call back then. All right, let's get Carmine on the line. That rhymes. Carmine on the line. Don't sing that when he picks up. <laughs> I think your music is still playing, Darren. <laughs> Hello? Hi, Carmine. This is uh, Rob from the Metal Injection Livecast. You're on the air with us. Hey, Rob. How you doing, man? How are you? Uh, great. Thank you for taking the time to just talk to us. Uh, okay. We're looking, looking forward to this conversation. Uh, besides myself, uh, I also have Noah here. Hi, Carmine. Sid. Hello. And Darren. Hi. Hey-o. So there's, uh, there's four oh, of us. Oh, boy. Here. I won't remember all those names. That's it's fine. Right. It's fine. It's just don't get startled if there's another voice. You know, I'm not the only one here. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, so... Now, new- now, what is it? Is this a, what is this actually a podcast? What is it? Yes, it we're, is the premier metal talk podcast. And online. you should know that we're broadcasting from Bay Ridge. That's right. All right, I showed a seven one eight. I said, "Oh, that's interesting." Queens or Brooklyn? Where are you? We we're, are in Bay yeah. Ridge, Brooklyn. Yeah, we're, we're in the, one of the few remaining good parts of Brooklyn. <laughs> where Where are you? Uh, where are you exactly? On Third uh, Avenue in the seventies. We don't need to give it away. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. And uh, so- I, had a, I had a I had a job once when I was from high school on Sixty Fifth Street and Third Avenue. Doing oh, what? Yeah. At the time, it was an eyeglass place. Ah. And I was working there when Kennedy got shot. I remember that distinctly. Oh wow! Amazing. Yeah, afternoon. It was an afternoon. There's the so, eyeglass place is still there. It's on the corner, right? It, it is really. Yeah. There's a big factory. Oh, I don't know if it's a factory, but there's an eyeglass store there. Yeah, it was a big. It was a big factory. It was a big brick building, like you know, like those factories they had in, the, in Brooklyn. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, your new yeah, book. So, your, your, anyway, your new book is called "Stick It: My Life of Sex, Drums, and Rock and Roll," and uh, okay. it's so it's so interesting here. Uh, they, you know, you you grew up in Brooklyn, and I wanted to know how did you get. From Borough Park, where where you you were raised, mm-hmm. to to touring, like how did how did what was your first in with Isn't that music? The whole book. <laughs> yeah, tell us. Did you read, was, who who read the book? Noah read the book. I did. <laughs> I read most of it. Are, are and, yes. Okay, well that's good. Well, because it shows it tells you in there how I how I did. I mean, basically, you know, I just was like everybody else. I played around town until. Uh, I finally joined a band that was uh, planning to make it, and they had a manager who was who was uh, had money and put us on a salary, and we just worked our butts off, and we started getting a following, and then we we were doing out we did out in Long Island, which were production number arrangements at the time, mm-hmm. and that's where the band was based out of. Even though two were from Brooklyn, 
Bronx and two were from uh, New Jersey. But we were based in Long Island and we started getting a following actually in Newport, Rhode Island. It was the first place. Oh, wow. We played a place there six nights, six nights a week and every when we started playing there, people loved us and they kept coming back until we started packing the place. And then we graduated to a bigger place and we'd just go up and play a weekend at a much bigger place. And then, you know, we, we're pruning our arrangements and then we, uh, the manager got us a producer that brought us in the studio. We did the demo of You Keep Me Hanging On. It got played on the radio as a demo. Atlantic Records heard it and signed us. Next thing you know, we're on the radio and we're on the charts. That's what started it. I, I want that's to. A, that's, a, that's a quick version. Yeah, yeah. of course. Of that course, there's much more. That was the cliff notes. Yeah. Uh, and, and I want to know, like, what was it like growing up in Brooklyn? You know, obviously now it's a totally different area. I'm not sure if you've been back recently. We should ask, where, uh, where do you live I, now? I have been back, and right now it's all a sea of Jews. <laughs> As a matter of oh, yeah, fact, we, we went back and we went to the house that we grew up in. Uh-huh. And uh, the guy that lives in there was a rabbi. Oh. And me, me and my brother Vinny were outside taking pictures outside. And he said, could I help you? And we said, well, my grandfather owned this house. My parents owned this house probably for 60 years together. And uh, he said, oh, are you the two famous drummers that used to live here? Oh, oh boy. <laughs> I was going to say, did he know that you're pretty famous? And, and I said, I said, yeah. He says, oh, come on in. Have a look at what we did to the place. Oh, no. And then so we went in. And we went in, and it was amazing. They totally redid everything. You know? better or worse? And now the house is probably a million three, million four. Jeez. You know? Do you know how much your, but, your grandparents paid for it? Uh, yeah, we, we sold it for like 90 grand. Oh, I see. So they paid about 70 grand for my grandmother. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, so. Um, so- I- Sorry, but like really quick though, like you're saying now it's a very Hasidic neighborhood, which it's basically yeah, now it's Hasidic a, Central. Which is interesting because yeah. how was it when you were when you were growing be, up? Well, right when we grew up, it was you know melting pot. You had Puerto Ricans, you had the Polish, Italians, Italian. Jews, regular Jews, and then you had the Hasidic Jews lived up near 48th Street and 14th Avenue. I see. So they you spread. know, and then. Uh, <laughs> You know, but everybody lived all together, you know? Yeah. And my mother, of course, my mother was very uh, uh, racial. She'd call everybody with with the end bastards on it. (laughs) You know, know, she'd call them the Jew bastards or the Polak bastards or the, you know, it goes down the line. The blacks were the, you know, the N-word bastards, you know? Yeah. That's the way they were back then because everyone lived together, you know? And, but I often wondered when I went back there and saw all the, all the Hasidic Jews there, I said, you know, two blocks from our house was a huge church. It was St. Catherine's Church. And I said, how is that church staying in business now? <laughs> and when I wrote the book, I brought my writer to Brooklyn and we went to the church. And there was English masses and there were Spanish masses now. So obviously they've gone more into the Spanish market to keep the church alive. Well, um, not too far away from Fourteenth uh, Avenue and Forty Eighth Street was Lamore. Um, That's right. So, I remember when I moved to Bensonhurst, I moved to Fifteenth Avenue and Seventy Fifth Street, and I was so excited to like be within walking distance to Lamore. And the week after I moved, it closed down. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't it reopen again? Yeah. No, no, no. That's when yeah, they- I only I only played there once with King Cobra. Otherwise. The rest of my career was in venues bigger than that. 
in New York mostly back then. And so um, I only been there once, but I remember the movie The Warrior, The Warriors. Mm-hmm. Remember that movie oh, yeah. when she's walking, when the the star chick is walking around and she's walking to these areas. It looked like it was that area yeah. where the Moors was. It was all factory, yeah, with the, with lots of windows and one window space, you know. Yeah. Um, so- yeah, it looked like that. So um, I really enjoyed the chapter about Brooklyn, obviously. And um, yeah. what, what I, about the Coney Island scene? I think when I saw the Warriors, I thought somebody must have been on the beach that day and, and wrote that into the movie. Yeah, well, you, you and, know what I'm and your friends about? had a lot of fun in Coney Island, didn't you? With the girls yeah, and stuff. Did. It was yeah, yeah. It was actually. Well, she didn't have much fun. <laughs> but but it was a pivotal moment for you because that's when you realized that you didn't really want to run with like the street. Kids. You want to give us a rundown? Yeah, 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 well, yeah. You don't have to give the whole details, but give us a little blurb of the story. Well, basically, we, you know, when I we used to go to Bay Eight in Brooklyn, to Cody Island, we we used to think we were cool. We had a gang. You know, you had to be in a gang back then to be safe. You yeah. know, kind of thing, and. Uh, and, you know, there were these three Puerto Rican girls went and ran into one. They were wearing very revealing bathing suits. And so all the guys from my, my group, my bang, my gang, you know, a lot of them went in the water and they started messing around with them sexually. And two of them ran away. And one of them didn't. And the one that didn't, they sexually basically assaulted them with their fingers. Oh. oh. You know? And, uh, and when she got away, she said, I'm coming back. I'm a chaplain's girl. You know? And then later that afternoon, later that, much later, we noticed that the chaplains were a big black gang that used to be in you know, New York. Mm-hmm. And and we, we saw people coming from Bay 7, Bay 9, off the boardwalk, and even a couple of people coming in from on these, like, rowboat kind of things. Oh, my God. With little motors on it. Jeez. And it was like... Is exactly that scene from The Warriors. Wow. You know? No, no you got to give me this book. And it ended up, it ended up the leader of our gang you know, took a beating from from uh, the other guy's gang and had a, anyone that was involved had to get on their knees, apologize to the chick, and then she would, like, slap them in the face. Now, and I was thinking of going in and joining in with them, but something told me not to do it. Yeah, and you were right. You know? For the best. And that <laughs> woman grew up to be yeah. Rita Moreno. So I didn't. And then, and then I, number one, you know, I would have got slapped. I would have got, could have got beaten up and could have got killed for all I know, you know? Yeah. So well, anyway, feel- so that's when I started thinking, you know, maybe it's safer to stay away from it. When I started playing drums, I started getting away from all that. And they used to call me and ask me, you know, to, well, how come you're not hanging around? Because I said, well, I'm practicing, man. I'm learning the drums, you know. So I didn't go around and hang out with the gangs no more. You know, and I think that probably saved my life. Because a lot of my friends ended up either getting killed or they ended up as capos in the in the mafia. Yeah, and they're, right now they're away for life of murder. Hey, speaking of you that, know? did you hear that uh, the L&V owner got shot to death? In front of his Yeah, house. I heard about that. Yeah, I heard about that. Terrible. Yeah, I know. Somebody said... Somebody told me that last night, and uh, we were talking about it. He said, well, you know, it could have just been anybody, somebody that you know, knew he was carrying cash and wanted to get the cash from them. It yeah. could or be. It could have been, or it could have been a, you know, like a, a mob hit. Yeah. Well, all I said, the I took the mob was all relaxed these days. I don't know about relaxed. They they I feel like they're still around. There was not... apparently some some beef with some Staten Island pizza place over there. Like a former employee who like stole the recipe and went to Staten Island and opened his own. Yeah, place. that's yeah. The, yeah, that's what I heard. 
But they, I said, yeah. are you kidding me well, over a recipe? Well, on the topic you of know? pizza, do you have a favorite Brooklyn pizzeria <laughs> to, to lighten the mood a little bit? Do you have a favorite Well, I mean, when I lived in Brooklyn, it was a long time ago. I mean, the only, there was only one place we used to go, Gino's on 13th Avenue. I don't know that one. Oh, you Gino's. Know? When, yeah. I went, when I went down there, I, I saw kosher pizza. Yeah. You know, lately, so it's crazy. Have you not, ever been to Jerusalem too on oh, Avenue of M? Not. Come on, no, don't insult him. <laughs> the ultimate kosher pizza. No, no. Stay I, away I, from Avenue I tell you the truth, you know, I, I never really, uh, that's the only pizza I used to eat. I used to hang out on 18th Avenue and uh, like 50th Street. There used to be, there's a school over there. Mm-hmm. I forgot what school it was. One at PS 181 maybe. I used to play gigs there. But I used to go to as a pizza place on the corner there. No, no, no you, you're asking a born and bred Brooklyn Italian man if he ever ate kosher Jerusalem two pizza. Come on. Well, I did, I did because oh. the, the Gino's was closed then. So you had no choice. Uh, I wanted to get a piece of pizza on 13th Avenue. It's so, awful. It was good. It tastes exactly the same. Carmine, wow. this is how charming Brooklyn is. We often talk about like, you know, small neighborhoods or the the neighborhoods that we grew up in. And our listeners will then read about those places. And we actually had a listener from Australia who visited New York and went to Jerusalem to pizza just because we <laughs> talked about it on the show as a novelty. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. <laughs> well, now they're going to go to Gino's. Yeah. Yeah. Karma. Well, at least they'll, they'll get some now, they, now they're going to look for Gino's. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> There's like crazy. 18 of them now. So. And then well, not- they, they can go look at go find the Continental Manor on Seventy Something Street in New York Avenue. You hear that? I used to play gigs there. I don't think that stuff. place is still open, is it? I don't know. Oh. I, I I don't know. I heard it was. Huh? Uh, Maybe. Well, come on, they got to go to Nathan's. Give me a break. Well, yeah. oh, of course. And now they brought the the place that was across the street from them. Um, oh. oh, they did. Yeah, yeah, with the, like, 30-cent hot dog. Grace Papaya. No, not Grace Papaya. Hold on. I'll look it up, and I'll get back to you. Yeah, well, like, oh, Coney so, Island. Oh, somebody, else, somebody else bought it. Yeah. Coney Island oh, now, wow. though, is, like, Yeah, Grace, we to... have a Grace Papaya. I'm in the city right now. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. We, have, we have a Grace Papaya around the corner, 72nd Street. They're pretty good. Pretty yeah. good, pretty good hamburger. I mean, uh, hot dogs. Especially for the money. The yeah, oh yeah, really for the money, you know. Make a shit up a I mean, story. You get two for the price of one in Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, the the first line, you know, my life of uh, sex, drums, and rock and roll. Uh, so, like, mm-hmm. sex sex is the first line, uh, the first uh, word in that. And I wanted to ask you, like, uh, uh, what what adv- like what is the ultimate advice you would give to a young man trying to, tr- a young man in a band trying to pick up uh, a female. Do, do you have any, any words of encouragement or advice? advice? Yeah. It should be very easy. Yeah, if you're in a band. <laughs> what's the advice for dealing with groupies, just like in general? It should be very easy. You know, they just, they're usually around, they usually connect with one. Yeah, bang them, trim out the door. What do you think? <laughs> but do you just go for the most no, good no, looking? No, but I there mean, a... you just, you know, you, you sort of start hanging out, you know? You just hang out, see where it and goes. Then, and then you do whatever you want. I mean, if she's crazy and want, wants to go backstage and get going and get it on there, and, you know, you I can do know. it. I stopped doing that until after the show because you lose <laughs> your fire. Yeah, you need to you keep know. focused. I mean, I'm sure that it happens today, but I feel like not on the level as when you were touring the world. I just feel like no, now. No, because it's a lot different now. You know, 
first of all, everything was different. Everything yeah. was different. You look at you look at what happened back in the day with us with the 2016 eyes. It's all you know politically not correct. You know? Yeah. I mean, but everything was different. You know, sexuality was different. Women were just coming out sexually because the birth control pill was just invented. Oh. Before that, they had to worry about being pregnant. You know, there was no AIDS back then. You know, it was just a whole different thing. Socially, everything was different. Also, I mean, I back like- then, you used to have women walking around with no bras and see-through blouses. Damn. Okay, yeah. if that happened today, what would happen? They'd get a reality it would be, show. It would be crowd-stopper. Crowd yeah. <clears throat> um, I mean, it's just a different time, different era socially. Mindset, everything was so different, you know, that... You know, it still may go on, but there's a lot more things to worry about now, you know? I like the you anecdote. Uh, I like you the... can't, you know, it'll be on Facebook, number one. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's true. Right, they, we're live streaming yeah, somewhere. The, yeah, there was more anonymity Number, number two, you know, there's AIDS now. There's herpes. There's all these horrible diseases you can get. Some of them can kill you. Zika. You know? And it's just like stuff like that. And, and it's just thought about differently now, you know? Yeah, I love I love the anecdote where you you said you would just go into the room where all, all the groupies were hanging out and you would just yeah. Be... I mean, it was all look. You got to remember, back in those days in the sixties, was free love, was love and peace. Everything was free love and drugs and socially. You know, the Beatles used to sing about it. You know, everybody sang about it. Sang about you know sex. Sang about love. Sang about drugs. You know, mm-hmm. and that's what it was back then. Today, you know. I mean, the rappers, you know, they talk about hoes and making money, you know. When do, when do you think it you changed? Know? When, like, when was it, like, no longer about the, some, like, the love and, and then everyone started worrying about, you know, Well, uh, I mean, you know, the 70s started changing. The music wasn't as love and peace anymore. It was more, everybody got into cocaine and heavy, hard drug, harder drugs, you know. And, uh, you know, back in the 60s, it was acid and, yeah, and pot, you know that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't a lot of cocaine around in the sixties. I see. So that was the seventies, and then yeah, everyone's all amped more up. in the seventies. Yeah. So, so as the drugs changed, it changed the attitudes on stuff, and that you know, but the love was still free. You know, everybody was still you know going. I mean, the groupies. There was a thing. It was like a groupie movement. You know, uh, women were not only. You know, sexually free, but they were making a name for themselves and becoming famous. They had kiss songs written yeah. about them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, we're an American band, had got Connie from Little Rock in it. You know, she was like a famous groupie. They had a movie called Groupies. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it was a whole new scene that it was like a, it was very new, you know, it was like new and everybody wanted to know about it. And all those, you know, from all that stuff, you, all the sex movies like Deep Throat came out and they were X-rated. You never had that stuff before. So did you and like... You, you'll a, never have that. You, you, can you imagine having that in a regular movie now? I did, cannot. Did you and your like bandmates ever uh, like uh, bang multiple broads in the, at the same time or was this like you would always section them off and go go into another you room? You gotta probably? read the book, dude. I, I'm waiting for Noah to give it to me. I, I'm dying to read your uh, book. Uh, oh, okay, so that's in the book. You know, There's like a lot that of origins. did happen. Yes, stuff like that did happen. You know? I was but just you know informed what? Somebody that told I do me have stories about Guns N' Roses on the road and they told, their stories they told me were more like 
making my stories look like kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, well, how did you... So who knows who really know what goes on then? They were probably now, just trying to impress with you. With the younger bands, you know? Yeah, and I also feel like there was a lot more money to throw around back in the day. Yeah. Well, there certainly was more money than now. Yeah. yeah. You know, now new bands coming up, they, you can't even sell any records. They're just constantly you know, I mean, touring, it's and it's just it's just grueling. Like it's you know. Yeah, all they all they do is you know they they got no time to party. Right. No, or energy. And it's actually, like Rose is too yeah, fat. Yeah, to or energy. You, 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 you know, we used to fly everywhere. We never took a bus. Wow. Bus tours. You know, now you know until you make it big enough to afford a bus tour, you're in a van, and you're mostly driving yourself with a trailer. You can't really fit a group you know, into it. So you, so you finish your gig, you're driving to the next gig, you get a hotel room. I wake up, drive the rest of the way, do a gig, go to a hotel room, you know. In my, in my time, have time for a quickie here and there, but <laughs> not, not, not the kind of parties that we used to have. You know, we never stayed. We always stayed in the hotel that night, you know, after we played a gig. There's always hotel room parties, you know. That's all actually. And we never, never took, that's why that movie, you see that movie Almost Famous? Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's totally wrong. Nobody took tour buses. Ah. We never took tour buses. See, you can learn my, all this stuff in Carmine Apice's new book, Stick It, My Life of Sex, Drums, and Rock and Roll. You'll never hear stories yeah, like I this mean, again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the typical way we travel, I mean, we toured with Jimi Hendrix, Vanilla Fudge, and the two other bands, okay? Now, that was a, a pure you know, opening. That, if there were tour buses, you certainly would have had it on that tour. That was like a big tour that year. Mm-hmm. You know how we traveled? We all traveled on the same plane. It was an American Airlines plane. And we used to pull the truck we had filled with equipment. We'd pay off the sky cap like a hundred bucks, and the, and the truck would pull up right to the belly of the plane wow. and unload all the stacks of marshals and the B three organs and drums, like four sets of drums, right into the belly of the plane. And then we'd fly in that plane with like thirty of us. Then we'd wow. land. The next gig, the truck would come up do the same thing. The only way the truck would stay like that, you know, filled up and gone to Mexico, it's like if we played LA and then we would play San, uh, San Diego, which is like a, an hour and a half drive, right? right? Then the truck would just drive and we would take limos down there. Not bad. Okay, that's how we, we always travel. And that's what you, you have a limo. Ladies. If you didn't have a limo, it would be a, a town car, Lincoln, we'd rent. We always have a tour manager, somebody driving the van, so we pull up in a town car. But we never, ever took buses. Only once in my life did we take a bus with vanilla fudge or cactus or BBA. Yeah. You know, and they, that time was when we could not get a plane flight out from wherever we were. And the only way to get somewhere was in a bus. And, you know, the bus had seats in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like a school bus? No beds. No beds. It was a seat it bus. Was like a computer, the only people bus. that had tour buses were country people. Hmm. Why is that? So that's why that movie's wrong. Okay. Take that, Cameron Crowe. <laughs> and that's so, right. like, now he's got. I see he's got a new TV show about roadies coming out on Showtime. Yeah, and I bet it's. I bet it's all wrong there too. Well, it's it's definitely <laughs> getting bad reviews. So you're probably right. Yeah, it's all wrong, probably. Yeah. Yep. Well, you've got, I mean, you're uh, a renaissance man. Do you think you'd go into, like, consulting for TV shows? I mean, maybe they can. I would if they asked me. What are you working on these days? 
<laughs> right now, uh, I'm getting ready. Oh, my voice. Hold on, I gotta get something to drink. Okay, no problem. Uh, we'll just put re- it on pause. Yeah, we'll put it on pause. Hit the dump button, Rob. <laughs> yeah, I've been, before you called, I was talking to my agent for an hour. Oh, my uh, voice is my voice is getting shot here. I don't know. So the book is called Stick It. F- yes, it is. And it's in stores. People can get it yep. as a as an e-reader. Stores and Amazon. It's uh, all over. Audiobook? Is it available as audiobook? Yeah. Not yet. Not audiobook yet. You, yet. you also get it on my website, Autograph, if you want. Oh. oh. com. Yeah, you mentioned uh, Vanilla Fudge. Fudge. I think Vanilla Fudge's first album was probably the first album I ever heard or remember. Oh, no, really? My mother used to. Are you showing your age? Yeah, I am. I'm like the next generation right after you. And, yeah, well, uh, my age is like uh, people say, well, what was the first album you ever had? They expect me to say like the Beatles or something. Yeah. I said Gene Cooper and Buddy Rich. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was really um, surprised to learn about your jazz roots. And um, one thing that I realized we have in common, especially from reading the Brooklyn chapter, is that you got your first instruments from the Sam Ash on Flatbush Avenue. Oh, wow. Which is still there. Which is still there. And I got my first instrument. I thought it was Utica Avenue. First one was on Utica Avenue. Sam It was a real small, it was a Sam Ash. It was a real small little store. Is it the one behind King's Plaza? The one, or am I thinking of a different place? I'm not sure. Oh. I was little. Yeah. And just I remember my my mother and father told me it was Sam Ash on Utica Avenue. Mm. Yeah. It could be. I might be wrong as well. Yeah, yeah I, I think I don't it's know. the same one. I, I don't remember. I was too little. Yeah. So I but, uh, I started playing uh or I started learning jazz guitar with um a jazz guitar player who who right now lives in Gravesend. His name is Carl Barry, and. Uh-huh. It's like I just love hearing his stories about playing gigs around New York, especially, you know, like back in the day when clubs would actually hire musicians. And it was just. Oh, yeah, I know. Hiring musicians. Like I have a, guy, a kid who's like my intern mm-hmm. assistant I work with. And, you know, he's, he's got his own band. And, you know, and it's the same old stuff. You know, they go do gigs and nobody wants to pay him any money. Yeah. And finally, I said, dude, you got to do gigs to pay you money, you know. So he's been doing some weddings. He's been playing with a cover band. He's making $150 a night playing with a cover band. I said, that's what you need to do. You know, trying to make it in this day and age with one band, forget about it. There's no way to do it. You know, I mean, there's no radio to back him up. You know, there's no anything. I tell you the truth. I don't understand how bands make it big. There was a band on last night. We were watching the 4th of July thing. Mm-hmm. What's the name of that band, baby? The one I didn't know. <laughs> Les. Baby. <laughs> oh, she, oh, she got a rear function. Yeah. Anyway, they were listening to that band. They were playing at the, yeah, Mohegan Sun they were playing last night. Something about something and sound, sound of something, you know. Oh, I don't know. Two season sounds, season sound or to something sound the season I don't even know Rob's looking it up anyway okay they played Mohegan Sun 4th of July they had a huge crowd eight, probably 10,000 people wow I didn't have a clue who they were <laughs> yeah. were they good? 
They were all right. Yeah. None of them could sing. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what it is right. these days. None of none of them could sing, uh, and uh, yeah, I'm not putting them down. I mean, I give them credit; they made it. I don't know how they made it. You know, it's like I'll tell you another story. You know, with uh, so, baby. Hold on, <laughs> I gotta get the name. Who's? Hold on a minute. Is that Leslie? Yeah, Leslie. Leslie Gold, the famous Leslie. <laughs> what was the name of that band that was on last night that I didn't know the name of? Five Seconds to Summer. What is it? Five Seconds to Summer. Oh, oh, five, se- five, oh, seconds, yeah, five, five Seconds, seconds to, to summer. what? To Summer. Oh, boy. It's yeah. like the boy band the equivalent of a rock band. Yeah. They're a boy band. Yeah, it's they're a rock band. Yeah, yeah. Well, in a they're like boy a boy band. band that plays instruments. Yeah. Yeah, I know. They played instruments. They, God. They didn't I really mean, play them. There's not one vocalist among them. Yeah. It's old. How did they get big? They have hit records? It's marketing. I feel like Teenage it's... girls think they're cute, and uh, they're willing to do what the record label says, <laughs> and there you go. Auto-tune. <laughs> so, I mean, do they have hit records? I mean, hit singles and stuff? Yeah. I mean, they get played. Oh, they don't get there played. There's no rock radio anymore. They get played on, like, top 40. No. Z100. Uh, oh, it's amazing. All right, so here's another one for you. I'm, I'm reading the Village Voice. It says this band sold out Madison Square Garden. They had a second night, and it's going to sell out. I'm reading down. I said, who the hell is this band? Now, this is like three years ago. See, three years ago? Uh-huh. It's the Black Keys. I said, who the fuck are the Black Keys? They sound like every band you heard in the 70s. I, I know, I know. But I, <laughs> That's I went it. and looked them up. Uh, but I said, but who are the Black Keys? Yeah. You know, I mean, two nights at the garden. I played the garden with Rod Stewart the first time, three nights. How many hits did Rod Stewart have to warrant three nights at the garden? Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. same with Ozzy. How many hits did that? I never knew one song. You you probably heard in like beer commercials. You just didn't realize it was them. Yeah, so that would make that's what makes a, a band sell out the god now. Licensing, you a, yeah. You have a song in a commercial. You can't yeah. get on the radio, so you get yourself into a commercial. That's the way they do it now. Different worlds. Yeah, well, that, yeah, I know, but that's not easy to get into commercial. Number one yeah. and number two. I mean, I've never heard of anybody getting hits from a commercial. Well, you have people you now know? that don't even have a style; like they just tailor their music to be marketable to be used in commercials. Entire oh my careers. God. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's sickening. It's, it's sad. It's sad. It is. It really is. Well, really, really, it's sad because nobody can create music and build a following. You know, in the old days, they used to build a following. The record company will follow them through. They build it, next album more, next album more. And those are the bands that are huge now. Yeah. You know? And those and, bands and, are and, and a lot of them came up, I mean, you know, the police first tour was in the van. Yep. You know? And they created such amazing music. But, I mean, today the music is awful. I mean, the worst thing for me is when, like, yesterday I was on Mac Support, and they said... Uh, Let's put you on hold. Would you like to hear some modern pop? Oh, what? Classical? No. Did they know who they were talking to? They gave you a choice? I picked the jazz because I don't know how many times I put it. They must have got complaints because I was on hold. I said, this music is horrible. I mean, it's horrible. Sickening. Is there anything? No, no chord changes. I mean. Is there any contemporary stuff you like? (laughs) He picked the jazz option, but then it was Kenny G. Oh no! <laughs> no, the jazz, I didn't know what the jazz. Are. It wasn't. It wasn't. Let me tell you, it was a lot better than the pop. 
Let's put it that way. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but it wasn't it wasn't like jazz like I know jazz, you know, but it was yeah. a lot better than the pop. I mean, I, that's what I used to like about, you know, in the old days, like disco songs and funk songs. I mean, they had great chord changes. Yeah. Good horn parts and good melodies and soulful singing you and, know, you know, from the and, soul. And that stuff sticks, yeah. like, you know, like the, the classics and stuff. You can uh, still play them today and they stick, but, like, no one's going to remember a Britney Spears well, song you know, in 10 years. You know what's funny? The other Drag day queens. we had a before the July party, and we had a mixture of music. You had Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, you know, uh, funk and soul and rock. And everyone that came on, you knew who they were from what they sounded like. Even Frank Sinatra. When he came on, you knew it was Frank Sinatra. When Dean Martin came on, you knew it was Dean Martin, you know? Yeah. When, when you know, like Aretha Franklin came on, you knew it was Aretha Franklin. When Led Zeppelin came on, you knew it was Led Zeppelin. Yeah. The Who, you knew it was the Who. Today... You put on the radio, if you don't look at who's singing, you don't know who it is. Yeah. So Sid was trying to ask you a question. I think I stepped on him by accident. But is there anybody contemporary that you actually do like now, like a rare example of a good act? Yeah, like Bruno Mars, I thought, is really good. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. He's He's good. He's got old school roots. But that's that like the thing. Good. Now, if somebody actually sounds good, it's because they remind you of something from like 20 years ago that you liked. There's probably, no like new probably. sound that's good. It's all like, oh, Bruno Mars. He sounds like good soul music from back in the day. So that's good. Yeah. yeah. But that's like. You know, all these other cool. vocals, they're, they're like whining vocals. And mm-hmm. There's never a, no dynamics in the mix, no dynamics in the record. Yeah, I feel like Blink you know, 182 started that. It's all one level, all the limiters on the whole. Yeah. For the whole record, you know, it's the same volume. It's, it's just like, it's so clinical. It's so, so like soulless. It's so wonderful. Yes. That's such a good word. I never soulless. thought of that. Clinical, I think, is a good yeah. Yeah. It's like it's surgically yeah, designed to, to, to be yeah, it's, marketable. Yeah, it's clinical. It's just, yeah. And it's all made to be played out of a cell phone now. Yeah. Right. So it's not like That's you've got like really good for. speakers yeah. and stuff. You're listening to it from your phone, so it's not going to sound good. Don't, no don't get me going. Don't get me going on Spotify. Uh. Uh. <laughs> All right. Uh, we won't. We well, won't. we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll wrap this up. But I just wanted to quickly ask you. Know, you mentioned a lot of very famous musicians uh, like Rod Stewart, Ozzy Osbourne, Jimi Hendrix. Who did the most drugs? Probably in too. one sitting, like that you witnessed. Tony Franklin. And and what what were the drugs? Anything. <laughs> he would literally do anything, like a whippets. Yeah. yeah. And like now, he was he, by far probably the worst of any of the bands I played with. He was Blue Murder. And so now you and you mentioned you mentioned you know seventies was the decade of cocaine. Like how much cocaine was around backstage? Like mountains. Oh man, there's cocaine everywhere. Everywhere. It was just I mean, easier here, to get here, than water. Here's a crazy example. We did an ad for Ludwig Trump Company that, that, that was like, uh, I don't know, it's the early 80s. And uh, we had, it may have been late 70s, 79. And they had every, all the big drummers from all around the world fly into Chicago to do a, a, a massive shoot with everybody in one shot. It's called a Stable of Stars ad. Mm-hmm. And they did it on a farm in a horse stable, right? And when we partied at the hotel that night, they brought out on a table with a, with, with a glass 
It was the Ludwig logo done in cocaine. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, that's fantastic. That is art. How about that? Okay. Was, was any of it left at the uh, end of the night? No. <laughs> and there was no TSA back then. You could bring it on. Like, the party kept going on oh, the plane. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It was just yeah, everywhere. No, no TSA. Yeah, nothing. Wow, you know. that's great. So I this world in shambles right now. <laughs> Compared to compared to where it used to be, right? I mean, we used to we used to run up to the plane. Sometimes they shut the door. We run into the jetway and bang on the door because we were late. And they'd open the door and let us on. Yeah, that would never happen. That is illegal. Yeah, yeah. you know. I mean, we leave the rent a car up at the at the you know we pull up to the to the uh, doorway to get into the airport. We yeah. have our bags and we'd be running to the plane. And it took us bags and all. Oh wow! Um, one final question: What uh, car are you driving these days? I learned that you're a car aficionado from your book. Well, uh, I'm driving a, a, a Jaguar XKR right now, a classic one, a 2000. But I'm actually been test driving a new F-Type, and I've been test driving uh, like 2013, 2014s Maseratis. Yeah. I, I'm gonna get something new. How do you feel about the? Thing, my girlfriend has a Porsche. She has a Porsche. How do you feel? How do you feel about the electric cars, like a, like a fan, like an upscale Self, one, like a te- Tesla or a self-driving car? It just killed someone. Well, I think they're. I think that's pretty wild, you know. But I I don't trust them because you know, like especially if you live out in like California mm-hmm. and you run out of juice in the middle of the desert, you're kind of screwed. That's a good point. You know, where you can, you know, there's a lot more gas stations than there are. Electrical plugins <laughs> yeah. in the desert. Yeah. So the technology isn't there yet for you. But I like, but I, 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 I like the idea of it. You yeah, know? yeah. There's a new. Uh, I forgot. I was reading about somebody is doing a an electric car that's like supposed to be, you know, up to par with all these other uh, cars like a Ferrari as far as speed and. Uh, all that, but I, I don't know about distance. See, the problem is the distance. I think, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, on a on a gas car, you can get, you know, depends on what car. You can get three hundred fifty, four hundred miles out of a car. You can go, uh, you know, you can go a whole distance from L.A. to Vegas on one tank. You can't do that, I believe, with a Tesla. I think it's two hundred fifty miles. You know, yeah. is the is the the max. So, unless you know where there's a plug-in and then it takes a while for it to charge yeah you have it's to it's not like you're running out of gas you pull in you fill up and 10 minutes you're down the road you have to wait for it to charge yeah, yeah. and I kind of like uh, sniffing the gasoline at the gas station so. <laughs> you kind of like what I kind of like sniffing the gas the, the gasoline at the gas uh, station it the gas good. smell the gas smell yeah, I like it yeah no that's always not on your hands and you you close too and then you get back in the car and it stinks Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, the book yeah, is but, called Stick But I, I mean, I love the design of the Teslas. I think it's beautiful. And and they're quiet as a bean. Unbelievable. You know? Yeah. Well, it really is quiet. Carmine, thank you so but much for... The future uh, is upon us. Yes, taking the time to talk to us. And, uh, you know, definitely going to recommend reading the book Stick It, My Life of Sex, Drums, and Rock and Roll. Available for all. Yeah, and the reason why the, the sex talk came first is because that was the same. Yeah. Sex, yeah. drugs, and rock and roll. Right, right, right. <clears throat> so, we saved the juicy stories I, yeah. for the book. People yeah. can go read that, That's yeah, the tip left, of the ice. You know, we left it, 
in there because I really wanted people to know what it was like in those days. You wanted you know, to shut Cameron Crowe up with all yeah. of his inaccuracies. Yeah. Goody two-shoes. Yeah, no, everything. <laughs> all right, Carmine, thanks again, uh, and have a, a great pleasure. night. All right. Uh, we actually just got disconnected there, oh, so no. he maybe he hung up on us. Yeah, he was like, fine. I'm done with these guys. No, the but, thing is, he talks about drugs in the book, but he took that word out of the title. Like, mm-hmm. the drum should just be part of the rock and roll, right? Wouldn't you think? It's just a pun, I guess. Yeah. yeah, it's, then you yeah. Should, sex or drums, rock and roll, and also, did I mention drugs? <laughs> that would be, be a very Sid uh, title. Yeah. Yeah. All books now, like the titles are like three paragraphs long. So Tony Franklin, by the way, is a fretless bassist who's played with Roy Harper, The Firm, Jimmy Page, Paul Rogers, John Sykes, David Gilmore, Whitesnake, and Kenny Wayne Shepard. So he's just a session guy. Kenny Wayne Shepard. A session guy and the biggest, still alive, 54 years old. Enjoy the cocaine. We get him on the show next week to defend himself. That was fun. Uh, my favorite part of the interview was baby, yeah, baby, and pouring the water. <laughs> yeah, that's like yeah. I and I mean that completely sincerely. Like he yeah, was great. He's a real person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wonderful, wonderful uh, person. Wonderful book. Also, he might not have known that this is live. He might think that we're like going to edit those parts out. I did love that as well. Like pause. pause the tape. Yeah. So, <laughs> thankfully, when he started go- mentioned his age, and I'm like, oh no, he's going to say something that. He's not going to want on air, but then he didn't. Oh, so no, no, no. We're not going to have to go back. Uh, There's no eat. dumping in this episode. Yeah. Well, speak for yourself. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of regret not going down the Spotify rant path with him because old people ranting oh, about Spotify yeah. is always Mm-mm. fun, but it's all right. That was uh, Carmine Apiece. Great, great character. Yeah. Great fella. Mm-hmm. Wonderful gentleman. Very illustrious and, career. And, uh, Honestly, one of the most approachable uh, people. Like that was a very chill interview, and I feel like at Nam, he's always at Nam. He's always like a featured sign autographer. Autograph, yeah, right. That's right. Sign autographer. Sign signee signer sign, no. signer. Uh, and he's always a uh, very very nice and uh, very friendly. All right, cool. Yeah. You ever get he a picture seems- with him? Uh, no, I did he not. He just but, seems like a person I would start talking to randomly in my neighborhood. Guys, I'm yeah. sorry. Uh-oh. I'm sorry to cut this off, but Colin Colin's is on the line. Oh, <laughs> God. Guys, this is so this is very important. Colin! Please don't scream. Yeah. It hurts my head. Go ahead. What? Try again. Say Havana. Colin, say something. Hello? Yes. Yes. No, say something else. Oh. Oh, it's probably the signal or something. Okay, what did you want to say? Okay, what did you want to say on the show today, Colin? Did you um, get in a really bad bike crash last Wednesday? I'm sorry to hear that. What kind of motorcycle do you have? <laughs> I, mean, I'm, I don't drive a motorcycle. I just I ride a bike. Was it one of the those? Didn't work. Was it one of those hipster bikes with the big tire in the front and the little oh. one on the back? <laughs> or like a tri- was it a it tricycle? It wasn't one of those old-fashioned bikes. Big wheel? Did it have, did it have training wheels? on the handles? I loved my bike with training wheels. It was so chill. Was it, it one of those balance. play school cars? Those, <laughs> the the, the red wheels? one with the yellow roof? No. You can pull them off and on? No, that's diapers. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> <laughs> did you get any boo-boos? Oh no! I got um, yeah, I got a really big like bruise. Did you wear a helmet? But did you have any boo boos? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't have a helmet on at that point. Come on, have you learned nothing Luckily, from previous guests of this show who have died? You, do you want to be the next victim? 
You wear a helmet. It's You're in law. too deep now, it's the man. Fucking no, law. I, I was smart. I, I was, I was thinking either should I land on the concrete or the gra concrete or the grass. You and I was like, okay, I'm going for start. the grass. Were you? Did you have like? Were both your hands filled with dog leashes at the time? Were you like walking dogs on? No, your back? I. They just like no, pull I was you around. Walking dogs at the time. I was going to a client's house at the time. Oh, to walk a dog. Aww. Now, when where do you leave the bike when you go on the dog walk? I, I leave it with them. Inside the house, outside the house? Do you tie it yeah, up? Outside. Is it a safe neighborhood? I worry about it, you, Colin. All right, so other than the bike, what else is going on? Come on. Wait, hold on a second. Were yeah. you wearing a helmet? I don't, I don't give he a shit. He said he was not wearing a I don't give a shit about any yeah, of this, this at, is, at yeah, all. Like, okay. what, I'm what, sorry. Do you have a question? No offense, Colin. Or a comment? You had something else you wanted to talk about. Move the on. The other thing is less interesting. Move along. Impossible. <laughs> All right. Go on, Kyle. Okay. Go sure. on with life. All right, I'm backing up on him. I can't. Please. I oh, can't. No. You're so... I just can't. Short-tempered. Please stop screaming. Who's short-tempered? Rob. He's correct. It's so fucking Thank boring. Thank you. Thank you, Gives Dan. a fuck whether you got a helmet on. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's a nice kid. It's nothing yeah, against like, him. It's just not. Is it just distracting if our he show? Went into a coma, then it's I feel one like download. I feel week. like uh, anytime Colin calls in, uh, it's like the type of small talk that I have, like on a business call, where you're like <laughs> waiting for so someone else to call in yeah. for the conference. Idle chatter, uh, yeah. and it's just like what? Well, I like the train wreckiness of it. I enjoy the weirdness. Me too. Uh, just dull. 718-303-2353. That's our phone number. Should we play some voicemails? Yeah. Sure. As long as they're not from Colin. Do you know in advance? Be. I don't know in we advance. We didn't listen to any of these, right? No. Okay. Get your dump button ready. Hey, Metal Injection. Uh, Rob, Noah, Darren, and Sid. Love you guys in the show. Um, getting caught up on episodes and uh man i cannot believe how much traction dave and stain gets and especially with the, the passing of nick menza I, I know it's funny that it seems that he, uh, dave has no good memories or memories period of, of nick menza but uh on the uh, 94 release of the first nativity in black where um megadeth was covering paranoid at the end of that song dave is really uh, yelling at nick by name even so Whoa. Yeah, and uh, I think you even hear Nick, you know, say, fuck me running at the end of that, you know, in uh, response to Dave. So huh. you might have some recorded evidence of them maybe being in the same room. So, <laughs> just thought I'd say that, not that you guys had, had discovered that or discussed it yet. Anyway, keep up the great work. Love you guys from Texas. Catch you later. Bye. What if that was all a ruse to uh, make Let's, people think? That yeah, that could still be audio editing. Let's check this out. Yeah. The past is what? <laughs> That's my favorite Megadeth song. That's from last time you had Spotify open. Oh, dear God. You don't get me started on Spotify. Who was that artist? Papa Road. Oh, really? We played it like a few weeks ago. Yeah, sure yeah. we did. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay, they could have been in the same. But room. that must have been on purpose. They wouldn't have left that in. It was if that oh, was yeah, actually them. Well, like, he was just saying that they have been least in the same room. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. we, we were saying we were saying earlier. Sorry, Noah, that mm -hmm. we don't even think they knew each other. That they were everywhere in the same room. Like, yeah, he submitted his drum track. Questionable. Nick yeah. sounded pretty far away in that audio. That's though. true. It could have been, been recorded uh, separate times. They could have been on ISDM. Or maybe one guy was in the performance space. The other guy was in the control room. Right. Technically, they weren't in the same room. Oh. There you go, caller, Texas. By the way, that song makes me want to do covers of Dave Mustaine. 
Uh, other people's songs as they Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, and you should. Finished with my woman. Only if you yell at Nick Manson. At the end of the yeah, movie. sure. Gladly. <laughs> you know how you say the parrot, I mean, a uh, cover should bring the personality yeah. that this does that. I- Seven four zero. You're on the metal injection line. Like you would if this was not a famous. Yeah, this is Niazi. If this oh. was not a famous song, you would say that's clearly a Megadeth song. Yeah. Hello. Hello, Niazi. <laughs> uh, can I finish my thought? Jeez. Hello. Sorry. Right. It's like, okay, Niazi. We're joking. just joking. I'm just joking. So how's it going? Yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm calling about uh, the cover that you that Darren did last week. Oh, oh, the disturbed so cover. Sound of Drainman. <laughs> you enjoyed that? Yeah. Thank I, you. I was singing it all week, and uh, <laughs> thank you for reminding me. Nancy. I almost, I almost feel like I'm, I'm hurting people by making them have that song in their head. But it's, it's, a, it's a better a association hurt. than. It's Drainman. better than the original. Yeah. Thank you. That's not hard to pull off. Though. Yeah. I mean. Better than the original, like uh, Simon and Garfunkel? No, no, I mean the... Oh. The, 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 the third one. <laughs> Not that. Please. How <laughs> have you cool. been? Yeah, how have you been, Yazi? It's been a while. Uh, school and stuff. Still in school? Yeah. Was you like sixth year senior? Uh, no, because uh, I got uh, like two semester... Um, Two semesters, I got uh, medical uh, leave. Oh, what happened? Do, do we know about this? Oh, he can't talk about it. That's he might. Uh, <laughs> he might. I got. Uh, I did an operation two times. Oh no! Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good now. Yeah, two operations. Oh, yeah, two operations. Oh, no. Yeah, I, thought he, I thought he said he did some impressions <laughs> at a club somewhere. They're like, that guy's crazy. Give him medical leave for a semester. <laughs> you can't have that shit. <laughs> Then he came back and he was doing Johnny Carson. They're like, nope, yeah. leave again. <laughs> See you next year. We are not putting up with this. What if uh, Jack Nicholson worked at a Starbucks? <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I got a question. Serious question. Um, Go ahead. Did you see a rise in any uh, like prejudice or people giving you shit after that shooting by that uh, Muslim guy? Oh, no, not at all. Good. What area are you in again? I forget. Indiana? No, Ohio. Uh, Athens. But are you, like, are you visibly uh, Arabic or, like, are you, like, can you pass for something else? No, I look, uh, I look white maybe. I don't know. Because oh, might- my, my grandfather is Russian, so. Your girlfriend is Russian? His grandfather. Oh. oh. Grandfather. Yeah. Wait. You so I don't look Arab. Oh. I see. So maybe you and Rob are a little related somehow. Got the same mix going on. Just the Russian. It's not I the same mix. People, My dad is from Iran. Well, <laughs> people in the university uh, treat, uh, I, don't, I don't know how to describe it, like uh, they don't want to upset me. It's kind of condescending. Like. So it's they're overly sensitive and you notice that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm like, like, come on. Uh, I have very thick skin, so. Like how? Whatever. Is that a racial stereotype, though? That Middle Eastern people have very thick skin, thick and brown. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give an example of how they're like overcompensating or whatever? Uh, I mean, uh, 
if I got a B, maybe the professor goes, oh, that's that's because of your exam, not because you're an Arab. He actually said, really, actually said that to what? you? What? <laughs> what was the exam? Yeah, when I, when I went for... Uh, I went for a uh, for my homework to his office and I asked him about the grade. He told me that. I'm like, what? That's Seriously? fucking weird. <laughs> Just out of nowhere? Like, you didn't even... Like, he was like, oh, it's not because you're out? Like, you weren't even yeah. claiming that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, people at the university are super sensitive. Weird. They get offended very easily. I don't know why. It's university. That's how universities are now. Yeah, just drop out. <laughs> a lot of them are very, uh, like, they're bubbles for, for people that have never had a confrontation in their life. Or never life. heard the word no. Yes, exactly. And they have, like, all these clubs that are crazy isolated. And they're like, you know, I think a lot of those causes are good. But I think just the distortion of being on a university. It's the movie PCU come to life. Yes. Ex- oh, protesting I, protests. That, and that movie, when I watched it, I never, I, I got the joke, but it just wasn't like the gags weren't that. It's become a documentary. It's yep. like, it's well, very I mean, I feel like universities. Except somehow Jeremy Piven has more hair now <laughs> than in that movie. Otherwise, when he was a college student, he was bald. Now no, it's I, not a big mystery. I, I feel like uh, 10, 15 years ago when I was in college, I was visiting friends in colleges like in Fairfield. Yeah. And they were saying, like, oh, our, our campus is PCU. It's, like, overly liberal to a fault, to the, to, to the point where... It's- I mean, it's better to be overly liberal than overly conservative, but it's all, yeah, there's got to be a balance. We can't just be afraid of and, and like the whole opinion. the whole thing. Yeah, the the whole thing about like you know I've seen a lot of things where a conservative speaker was invited by some club to speak at a college, and then all these liberal yeah. groups protest and, and get that stopped. And it's yeah. just, I don't mind if they protest; they're allowed to protest. But, like, if they prevent, try to censor the guy. Yeah, censor. Yeah, yeah, when they prevent him from coming, I feel like that's like yeah, the protest. I feel that's great. I feel I feel like that's how you should respond, mm-hmm. but. Get, getting or the person stopped. just don't go and ignore it. Yeah. It's silly. No, I, would, like, I, I would say that, it, you know, if, so, like, if, fucking, if I was going to college and Trump decided to have a... I would, I would go to a protest of that. Sure. Yeah. It's just you're saying, I don't want this in my, in my space. You know, this is disgusting. Get but honestly, my lawn. a lot of these conservative speakers are just basically trolls. So when protest groups True. show up, that's exactly what they want. That makes them seem higher profile because they're on the radar of these. If nobody turns out, then, well, we're not going to book you again because nobody cared. I, I, I agree with that, but I also think I don't really care if they like it or not. Yeah. I want to make it known that I think this is shitty. And Fair. even if the guy benefits from it, okay, oh, well, yeah. But then at least, yeah, both sides are getting their voices heard. Yes. I, I have a story in the university. Let's hear it. Well, one time I was eating in the... Uh, uh, I was eating, then uh, a girl came up to me and said, your shirt is offensive, it's triggering. What did the shirt it was, say? Was it, a rob- it, was it the robber shirt? Uh, <laughs> no, it, just, it was just the carnival corpse. That's it. Uh, I do uh, well, find the robber shirt a little bit offensive. Yeah. I don't. I think it's adorable. What? It's just carnival corpse. It's zombie. Well, cannibal uh, corpse is about the most offensive metal yeah. shirt you could wear. And isn't so, yeah. that isn't the point not of really? It to be, I mean, they're way more offensive shirts now. Yeah. But go ahead. But the point of I a mean, cannibal corpse shirt is to be offensive. Yeah, they're trying to offend. I mean, uh, I told her why it's triggering. You asked she why. said that some people just have a loved one died and stuff like that. And I'm like, what? 
Deal well, with everybody it. Everybody wants to be about? eating lunch and looking at blood and guts. Yeah. Well, that's that. I, that would have been a better response. What you just said yeah. than what he said that this person. Yeah. People yeah. die all the time. That's the dumbest yeah. thing. Like, if you oh. told me I, I'm eating, I don't want to look at your fucking shirt. It's disgusting. I would say, okay, you know yeah. what? That's a fair point. Yeah. But somebody just died. You know, fucking get used to it. And yeah. but the other thing is like you're eating. You don't want to look at the shirt. Turn the fuck around. Yeah. Don't come oh. over like, to. Don't come over to Niazi's table. There's no dress code. Yeah. Well, Niazi stood like three inches from her face, though. <laughs> Were you hovering? Were you following her? Oh, uh, no. I was sitting down. To be fair, though, every time I've seen somebody wearing a Campbell Corp shirt in public, I just assume that they're doing it specifically to be an asshole. Yeah. Because, like, why else would you wear that? You know people are going to get offended and grossed out. But all, I feel if like... If you want to be an asshole, no, it's a I fun think shirt the other, the well, other, the always, other side I, of that... I always... Uh, uh, have yeah. compliment on my shirts. That's the first time someone told me they don't like my shirt. I think I don't like. I think shirt. I feel like as a metalhead, you just have all metal shirts. Yeah. After a while, you're just numb to it. You don't even notice what's yeah. on your shirt. You just put on the most oh, comfortable yeah. one. I once wore a shirt with a giant Charles Manson face on it, and I didn't That's... think about it until I was at a party and someone was like, "Is that like ironic? Like, are you ironically?" Yeah, no, you just and I looked at it and I'm like. Oh, uh, I'm not a Nazi. I <laughs> this is just a band shirt, but I but guess I'm never wearing this shirt. I got it for free. Give it to someone else. It was a life Give it, it, shirt. Give it away Give to it the to next Pepe. person that wins uh, thrash or trash. <laughs> well, I threw it out at the, at the, after that. I was right I was, when they said it. You just disrobed. <laughs> like you're I, right. And then they were like, "Put it back on. Put it well, back no, on." No, no, no. I wore it to jury duty once. Oh, and then, I, then I threw it on purpose. Specifically, yeah. Well, I have shirts that I wear sometimes intentionally to be offensive. I, I like doing. Yeah, it. like your yeah. casual Friday Jesus yeah. shirt. That well, I actually haven't. Uh, you know what? And that's not even intentional. I, it's uh, it's at the bottom of my drawer, and I never remember that I have it when I'm going <laughs> to take a shirt. But I will start wearing that. But what I was what I was thinking <laughs> of is like when I go to poker and they have these, like eighty percent of the people there are. Like conservatives, usually nice guys, but they have yeah. stupid, like ideological positions and stuff. I have political type shirts that I will wear specifically just there, to just throw to, them off their game. Yeah, not even that. It's not even like strategic. It's just like, I I'm putting it in their face. Mm. I have a shirt with a um, like a Native American cartoon character, and he's giving a big middle <laughs> finger. And it says, "Learn to speak Native American or get the fuck out of this country." <laughs> okay, so that's uh, it's a simple thing. It's not a yeah. big deal, but it's because f- there are people who will go, "Ah, it's fucking different." You know what I mean? It's like English has been English for twenty years. Or, yeah, like yeah. I've seen like old, poor old Mexican ladies being like yelled at, like English. Yeah. We speak English. Like that. English is just what the majority of people who took over happened to speak. Yeah, yeah there's no official language. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Said so you're pretty quiet here. I'm Fifty years gonna like be Spanish. Them. Yeah, and then what are you gonna do? Do you know how to speak Spanish? Darren knows. He's... No, I'm yeah. f- my. I, you know, I do, but I don't. Con pollo. I do what I. I do, but I don't. I probably speak Spanish the best of anyone in this room. Yes. But my Spanish is really not. You good. deliver it like you're a fluent speaker. Yeah. No, 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 so other fluent speakers might down. know the difference, but we don't. Yeah. It I'm, sounds legit to us. I'm good at voices. I'm good at yeah. like you know do it like mimicking singers and yeah. stuff. So it's the same thing. Like I can say how it's supposed to sound, but like my uh, my uh, my recognition and my vocabulary is really shitty. Like, I, was I really listening- have to think. I was listening to some podcast the other day. I can't remember if it was Mark Marin or Doug Loves Movies. One of them. But they were talking about the comedian Gallagher. 
who I guess at some point realized that the Latin speaking, the Spanish speaking market is getting oh, so yes. big in this country I know this. that he phonetically learned his entire act in Spanish uh-huh. so he could perform to Spanish speaking crowds. He doesn't know what he's saying. He just knows the sounds and oh, the order. Yep. So he does his watermelon smashing. It says Spanish sounding things that are his act, but he doesn't know what the words mean. I remember when that I heard insane. that. I heard that. I mean, yeah. that. Literally insane. Yeah. I, I think uh, Patton Oswalt was the one that told that okay. story. I, I, I remember looking for a clip of this <laughs> and couldn't find it. Amazing. Does you that try now? Just put in Gallagher Espanol. Yeah, oh, <laughs> it's probably going to give you stories about that. Yeah. I don't well, know if, if you go on YouTube, maybe there'll be a a clip. <laughs> what a weird dude that guy is. Yeah, I mean, so it makes strange. sense if you want to. Keep making money and open your markets. That seems like a tough job to well, learn all of that. I mean, what would make sense is to actually learn yeah, Spanish. Yeah, yeah. Not to it do it like by a rope. It seems like that would actually be easier and more useful in the yes. long run. And then what happens if your act is one small thing changes in your act? Yeah. You have to learn another fake, you know. That's, that's the, the benefit of Gallagher's act. It never changes. Just say, hey, look at this fruit. I'm going to smash it. Boom. Uh, all right, Niazi, we're going to let you go. Cause, Thanks uh, for calling us. No point of wasting your minutes. You sure to make it Okay, something. one. Oh, oh. give me some warning. Jeez. Everyone's hitting Darren with surprise uh, <laughs> drop requests. Well, I had the plop ready. You just did it so on the nose that I abandoned it. Let's hear the plot. <laughs> okay. Please plop. Come on, May. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right, we got another voicemail. This one's a short one. <laughs> that is very short. Uh, nope. All right, then we got a few more. Next. We got one from Zane. He called recently, Sammy right? Zane. Hey, guys, it's Zane in Chicago. I'm a relatively new listener, first-time caller. Absolutely love the show. I love it so much so that I've been going through the archives and listening to old episodes. And I want to say I really love the one that you guys did with Dave Hill. Holy shit, that was so funny. But uh, one thing that I had to to call him call out was that guy, Deuterino, he called. (laughs) And he was talking shit on Prince, which is, you know, bad enough as is. But then... He called back to leave a second voicemail. He's like, I forgot to tell you guys my story. And then he just basically, word for word, verbatim, ripped off an old Patton Oswalt stand-up routine. And it just drove me fucking crazy. I had to Whoa. call and say something because Patton Oswalt's a hero of mine. And, you know, I've dabbled in comedy a little bit. And so I know how hard it is to write good jokes. Wow. And to hear that dude just rip it off, I had, to, I had to call him out. I had to call him out on his bullshit. So uh, anyway, keep up the good work. I fucking love the show, you guys. So uh, uh-huh. keep doing what you're doing. We now must investigate. Yeah, we, yes. I need to know what that bit was. And Deuterino, you need to call in and defend yourself. Well, let's he hold off on to. that. Yes, well, he, yes does. he does. Let's <laughs> let's hold off on that, though, because between this week and next week, we should find the clip, then find the Patton Oswalt clip. Oh, my God. And okay. see if this guy's accusation has any merit. Okay. And then we can have the people's court. We can have the. I love that. If he's Listener actually, beef, I yeah, love it. If he's actually, because if it's not really that similar, then yeah. he, you know, he doesn't have okay. anything to defend. That's himself our assignment over. for next week. Okay. Is it possible that Pat Oswalt ripped off El Duderino? Maybe that he bought his life possible. rights. Possible. Maybe unlikely. they're neighbors. Like that uh, when Kramer sold his life rights to Jay Peterman, and couldn't <laughs> tell his stories anymore. Zuderito <laughs> just uh, violated the no disclosure agreement. All right, let's hear from Israeli guy. Yay. 
Hi, Metal Injection Livecast. This is Israeli Guy. Jewish Devon. By the time you hear this, hey. you'll have your Independence Day. <gasps> but I'm here just to say, fuck you. Fuck you. You never call. You never talk about us. You didn't say anything about our Independence Day or Holocaust Day or whatever. So, fuck you. Wow. <laughs> Was that for all of us or just Noah? Yeah, Noah. Forgetting your okay. roots. I'm sorry if I didn't bring up your mod's mode. Okay? <laughs> uh, and like, Israeli Holocaust guy, day. I know as a Jew it's a little hard to grasp this, but Americans are more self-centered yeah. than even than Jews, Israeli than Israelis. Very, very hard to fathom. Uh, I, it's very hard for me, like... I was thinking, you know, we're on the topic of patriotism, like oh, we talked wait. about it a lot. I'm sorry. Rest in peace, Ellie Wiesel, who recently passed That's away. Right. There we go. There's an Israeli tribute. Yeah, there you, you go. Got that, happy? Lower, that Ellie Wiesel tramp stamp. Um, it's actually a white trash stamp on my thigh. <laughs> Not With his tramp face? stamp. Um, no, it's the train that carried him to Auschwitz. Oh, wait, <laughs> oh my God. She has another one that has the title of his book, Night, but the G is her butthole. <laughs> the, For Noah, every day is Holocaust Day. The, the, oh. the railroad on the train just leads to her regime. Oh. Uh, it's a little treasure trail. You'd think it would right. lead to the butt because that's the gas chamber. <laughs> <laughs> gas chamber episode title. Uh. That was nice. nice dump button. A little less triggering. <laughs> that is her dump button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Rob. Go ahead. You can finish. Well, your on point. the topic of independence, they just like talking about patriotism and how just nationalism in general is kind of dumb. The John Cena ad. People have been loving this. No. I haven't listened to or seen it. Oh, I, I, um, I, like it's actually, about. yeah, it's pretty good. It's let's, great. Let's, it, I mean, it's all, we could play the audio because it doesn't. I think, I feel like John Cena is a weird choice for it, but I like the text that he's reading off a of script. Yeah. Maybe they just figured who's the broiest guy we can get to do this to like give bros cognitive dissonance. Maybe. I'm I sorry, still, I, don't know I what cut it is. you off again. Where are you it's saying? Okay. No, like uh, it was like you know I, I might not really give a shit about uh, nationalism, but I was like, oh, well, I'm into this American uh, branding today. I'm in, That's because you're uh, wearing a flag as a shirt. Yeah. Well, I'm saying I'm into celebrating. Because the you were getting of barbecue. Speech. Anytime yeah. you get barbecue, you're happy about That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was blinded by the barbecue. All right, uh, I got the John Cena ad. Blinded by the barbecue. It's an ad, but will there be an ad running before the ad? No. Patriotism. Oh, wait, There's... hold on. This is the three-minute version. Let's yeah, do the one-minute version. Thank you. <laughs> Two-thirds less John Cena. Patriotism. It inspires passionate debate and it's worn like a badge of honor with good reason. Because it means love and devotion for one's country. Delivery. Love. <laughs> but what really makes up this country of ours? What is it we love? It's the people. Almost half the country belongs to minority groups. People who are lesbian, African-American, and bi, and transgender, and Native American. They're and all of that in one person? After all, what's more American than freedom to celebrate <laughs> the things that make us... Also, notice he doesn't have the, the accent. Like, he's not turning ghetto. He will when he needs to. Us. Let's see. Let's see. If this year, patriotism shouldn't just be about pride of country. It should be about love. Love beyond age, disability, sexuality, race, religion, and any other labels. Because the second any of us judge people based on those labels, we're not really being patriotic, are we? Because love has no labels. I love it. I, I agree. 
<laughs> like, Thank you, John Cena. The, you know, like, say what you will about John Cena. And Darren, I'm sure you have a lot to say. Uh, <laughs> I don't have anything uh, to say. I mean, but, they, uh, he's just reading off a fucking teleprompter. I know, but there, he has... The message is good. Lo- right. So it's the, the he, message he's, that he's putting in Yeah, he's heads. associating himself with it. I think that... I just don't think there's any, like, praise to be had here for John Cena. Like, it's he's just paid to read off a teleprompter. But he did it well. I mean, it's... Yeah, great. I don't well, think he really did it well. It was just, like, a non-profit thing. And he, he was walking it was, uh, through for, the whole thing. It was, well... He was, was walking f- through the whole thing. It's hard to walk and talk sometimes. Especially <laughs> for a guy like that. It was for Ad Council, which is just, you know, like, the government so, yeah, ad thing. But WWE has a deal with him. It's hard so it's to like walk. Tax break. It's hard to walk and talk, and he did it poorly. Like his rhythm is off. Oh, he did it fine. Come on, come on, come on. Magnum T A would have delivered that better. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know who knows? Maybe Mr. T. Mr. No, T. Oh. everybody gotta love each other, fool. We'll give you your gold chains back. I wonder what the Dave was saying. It's kind of crazy how the you know like I feel like when I was in elementary school in grade school. Uh, the narrative was like love everybody, you know, like be accepting of all cultures. Right. But now it's yeah, it like, like don't two trust or three cultures that were mentioned then, though. Yeah, like we I mean, didn't know about eighty percent of the cultures. You didn't know about the bad ones, yeah. Rob. Yeah, I don't know what house you grew up in, yeah. but my household was don't. I didn't say in my household. I said uh, at school. And also, you were a Russian kid, and this was like the Cold War, so you don't know what they said when you were out of the room. <laughs> okay, he's Same gone. for me. Okay, no way. The majority, the majority of the students in my class were Russian. It was like Terrified teacher. 40, 40 Russians, five Americans. So they were probably just saying that so you wouldn't like call it a hit. <laughs> Touche. We're all friends, right? You know, Three, Area code 307. Uh, uh, are you Russian? No, I'm not. I'm American. <laughs> okay, what's your name and where are you from? Uh, I'm Cougar, and I'm from Wyoming. Cougar? Is that your real name? Yeah. My my parents are 80s butt rockers. So. I was about to say, are they big John Mellencamp fans? Oh, Jesus. Probably. <laughs> so what's cool. up? So what brings you to um, the you, you remember the, the Thrash It or Trash It segment last week? Yes. <clears throat> yeah. And you played a band from uh, Spokane called uh, East Sherman. Yes. I, uh, last summer I filled in for a band on guitar and they like booked the whole U.S. tour and we played like three shows with those guys over in like Seattle and Portland and stuff. But I just thought it was, it was funny that you guys played them and everything and, and trashed them. But I guess, uh, we, they went on their separate tour and, like the first leg of their tour, they got they ate bad Taco Bell and got so sick <laughs> that they they they're in the hospital for like two days. Oh my god! So it was a little redundant when you said bad Taco yeah. Bell. You yeah, could just, have just say said Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. <laughs> yeah, just I, this Taco is Bell a fan of Taco Bell. Yeah, I say this. You know, you know, you know, it's bad. Yeah, just like White Castle. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, I love. You, it. you know, oh, you're getting into it. When I think White Castle. Is has reached the, the the top of my list of best worst food. It's the best idea in the world until you actually start chewing. You know nope, what? I love it. I love the, <laughs> the taste of the burgers. I he love said, all the other shit. The violent poop is worth it to him. Fair. It's not that yeah. my body's adjusted. <laughs> the, was, he's so big and the burgers are so small it just shoots right out of him. It's like a dingus <laughs> bear. I, I was saying, I was walking with uh, Jennifer on the boardwalk. Your wife? Yes, my wife. I was trying you to get you not to say night. that by phrasing it. <laughs> I just like saying it. Um, and there's a White Castle on the boardwalk now in Coney Island. What? Wait, what? You didn't know this? No. It's next to the ballpark. It's like It's right next Street. to the bathroom. Oh, oh my God. Well, that is like a 
that boardwalk, there's a lot of really disgusting parts. So I don't know. No, it's I, it's fine. It's, it's nice okay. now. It's really nice. I remember when the McDonald's opened in Coney Island, I was like, this is a big deal. A White Castle. Yeah, White Castle is there. Wow. So I said, we should, re- like, I, I crave White Castle. I said, but I don't want to shit myself. Yep. So what if, what's gonna, what if I eat, like, two of them just to get the taste and then right. not indulge? Well, how many do you usually get? Probably, like, eight. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's a lot? They're so small. I don't know that I've had that many that one sitting I usually, Yeah, I usually have, like... I'll have six, but then I'll have like a ton of sides. So yeah, I think eight rings. is fine. Yeah. So I got, I actually, this first time we did this, I got one. Mm-hmm. One. Goodbye. And uh, it still had the same exact effect. Oh, like, I don't know. It's like one burger wow. sets off my your, shitter. Your body just your does not respond well to it. that grease. It's, un, it's unreal. Yeah. But that just means that go ahead and have eight. <laughs> no. What's the difference? Might as well go no. I like what you took out of that story. It does. It lasts longer <laughs> when Fair. you eat more. But it's the same. Like, I, 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 my stomach was cramping. So what is your favorite crappy food then? White Castle. <laughs> I just can't eat it. <laughs> All, right, fair All right, favorite crap. Define crappy. Like, like okay. low quality. Chain, like, look, like, like you had a shitty day. All your diet rules are off. You just want to appease yourself with the shittiest. Like, like, where do you turn? What fast food chain do you? Turn I think to? I would. Have- and I'm assuming you had like full availability of every chain. That's tough. Oh, it'd be the baconator for me. Well, Roy Rogers is out. Oh, if I had full availability, definitely Roy Rogers. But there's only one left in anywhere near here, and it's in Jersey on that the turnpike. Yeah, but just not really, like it's like a friend. You know, like they mail Friends them stuff. frozen chicken or whatever. You well, know, what do like, you? It was never fresh. Yeah, even if it was <laughs> fair enough. Fair not enough. fresh. At least okay, that so. one's on a highway, so the trip is shorter. <laughs> <laughs> if not, if not Roy Rogers, then what? Um, oh, it's t- palace fried chicken would be up there. Oh, so like oh. like a local, ghetto chicken. Yeah, like yeah. A, a local Popeyes? ghetto chicken shop. Popeyes, I'm. Oh, a, I, Popeyes is up there for me too. Popeyes has diminished a little bit. Yeah, it, it's it, not as Popeyes is the shit. I used to be all about Popeyes, yeah. and now it's like I've had it a couple of times, once here and there They're, on a diet break, and it's like. Let's it's a, it's still good. It's still yeah. really good, but it's not like at the pinnacle. And, now, and it's also on Bright now. They have How a about Popeyes Kennedy and Fried Chicken? That, well, well, that's, that's the like, same like as like Palace. A Palace Fried Chicken. Like anything I lumped that all non-Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah. Is yeah. Church like is the Crown Fried, fried yeah. Chicken. That's like the chain. But Palace is the best of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, the jambalaya makes my ass explode. I think a Big Mac. Yeah. I don't really like many McDonald's never, things. I was but never a fan. Big Macs are the exception. I love. I fucking love yeah. Big Macs. Yeah, I'm a fan of those. I'm a fan of the crispy chicken deluxe. They're like oh yeah, breaded like chicken that. sandwiches. I love Whoppers. Oh, although yeah. I haven't had a Whopper in forever. Yeah. That I've ever had a Whopper Burger King. Double you know what I like for them? They're like generic shitty like. A breaded chicken sandwich, like uh, the the oval one. Yeah, oh, like yeah, the yeah. hero chicken sandwich. It's yeah, small. yeah. They don't even have a funny name. It is barely chicken. That's like it the is. shit that they gave you in summer camp, <laughs> yeah. like the cheap summer, like the day camp. <laughs> yeah, but it, I don't know why. It's just something about. And it. also, it's just a slab of like processed chicken. Oh yeah, mayo and like a little lettuce. Yeah, <laughs> not but even a tomato yeah. for like no. flavor. But somehow that's like one of my. If I, I haven't eaten at Burger King in a very long time, but now like Noah, you have the highest dietary standards. I feel of the yeah, four of mine us. Mine is Chipotle. That's like as low grade. No, as no, I, no, no, wait, no, 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 no. Chipotle. I see is, her eating shit all the time. What are you talking? What? Do you, mean? you eat like unhealthy stuff. No, I'm not saying unhealthy. Had, like low quality food. Oh. Di- different. We have Kidoba. 
<laughs> Gross. Um, yeah, I haven't had Kidoba for like two years. No, no, no. Like down. you got to do like a McDonald's, a Wendy. You're like, not missing Chipotle, out. Chipotle is too high. So much. I have not been to McDonald's since third grade. Oh my god! Wow. And I am 33 what? years old. What did that Ronald McDonald do to you in the bathroom? <laughs> he touched me. Oh. No. Right. It's just okay. So I remember seeing a news story that someone found in their chicken nuggets a fried chicken's head. And oh. after that, I was like, I'm never eating mouse. McDonald's. That's really then, true, though. And then there was the mouse tail and the burger and all Some that stuff. Some people think chicken head is a delicacy. Yeah. Not this Not guy. Noah. <laughs> Not That me. reminds me of that, uh, cr- you remember that show Crank Anchors? Yeah. They had the one sketch where it was Jimmy Kimmel playing the old man, mm-hmm. and he called up a KFC just to complain that his bucket of chicken just had all beaks. Yeah. <laughs> You just said it was beak laden, and you see a little guy just throwing beaks out of this chicken bucket. As you were saying that, I just heard the soundbite of "That's my titty, baby." Oh, <laughs> I don't know why. So nothing. So nothing <laughs> other than Chipotle, like Burger King, Wendy's, nope, nope. Taco Bell. Yeah, You've done Taco for me. Bell, it's Taco though. Bell. Taco Bell. I would just like I'll just get nachos with cheese. Mm, and okay. Stuff. All right. But I haven't Can't go had, wrong. Yeah, I mean, I haven't had any of that. Anytime I eat at Taco Bell in the past, like let's say ten years, it's. Anything I get other than a taco, like a straight regular taco, is underwhelming to me. Like I always seven layer burrito. You know, I, anything I, I've tried, it looks really good, and I, I'm like, I yeah, remember that I I was obsessed with chalupas, which uh, is the fried yeah. dough. Of course you were. Uh, oh, and I like a chalupa raba, chalupa raba, chalupa raba, chalupa raba. Yeah, how about that? Terrifying. But I got one recently. Isn't that chalupa almost like a flashlight? What? Because there's like different layers. That is a drop. What? Like two years from now, we're going to no. hear that. Like, what, what the fuck? You're thinking, I think it's like a double, de- a double decker. What are those called? Or quesadilla? Or quesalupa? There's a quesalupa. Which there's is a chorizo? Quesadillo You're talking about a gordita? Well, uh, no, chalupa is a gordita dough, the gordita dough fried. <laughs> That's <And then laughs> way too much Taco Bell. Knowledge. Anyway, so what it's about not as good anymore. Pizza? No, I never got that. I, I, I like fees. regular pizza. By the way, this is not a live read for Taco yeah. Bell. Though, if you but want to send, send us, us that, that taco cash or whatever. No, please don't. I'll take it. Taco cash, yeah. We'll force awesome. it down Noah's throat. Oh, I would gladly represent Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. That's like, me too. Like cigarettes or something. What kind of fast food places are in uh, Washington? Wyoming. Everything. Wyoming, sorry. Everything. Oh, uh, Wyoming. Or- yeah, we got a little bit of everything. We you have like Taco John's is the big thing here that started here. Is that like a white guy? Taco Juan? Like John? Taco John's. Is it like a white guy that opened the taco chain or something? <laughs> yeah. And it's like you a walk into a urinal and you take a taco. Best. It's an actual taco <laughs> John. Do you have a Jerusalem pizza? <laughs> Highly unlikely. Come on. Uh, well, we got Ruby Tuesdays recently. Yes. They threw that up. That's the closest they, th- they have to Jerusalem, too. <laughs> they threw Ruby it up. Tuesdays. It's like vomit. They threw it up into Wyoming. Actually, I think... Um, yep. Is is Red Robin considered fast food? It's like a di- yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's like one of those. Applebee's. I had that like yeah. three years ago. Kinda, yeah. All right. There's Friendly's? like, I like the burger with the fried egg on it. That's pretty good. Can't uh, believe you asked if there was a J two there. There's like eighty thousand people in the entire state of Wyoming. And like four of them are Jewish. Yeah, is there even us in a? Have you ever met a Jew in Wyoming? Actually, uh, one works at the company I work at. Jeez. Accounting. Seeing a witness protection is on. <laughs> What's he doing in Wyoming? <laughs> it's Chaim Gambino. <laughs> it's not even really Jewish. Yeah, I don't know who killed L and B. I killed L and B. Wait, where do you work? 
Uh, I fix haul truck tires at a tire shop, like the big, huge 13-foot oh. tires. Oh, I see. Oh, nice. Yeah, I just, I, I'm a new listener of the podcast, so I've been just like nonstop listening to you guys at work all day. Right. So, are you going backwards? It's awesome. Or like, a, well, how are you skipping around? Are you listening in order? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of listening like newest down to the oldest, and I will probably I listen like, to the archives here next. I always feel like people miss like inside jokes if they go backwards you know not telling you not to do that that's but fine then but then it reveals itself yeah, at some point and it's, it's like this oh, discovery it's like watching memento right yeah exactly it's like oh that's <laughs> what that means but you, it's, it's, you <laughs> I love you guys soundboards the, the pew 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 <laughs> that, that shit's so funny oh, oh, just wait until you get up to the shlomo get it, yeah wait until you get it to like, like live actual shlomo Collins not <laughs> dude I, I like how Dave Mustaine's like just a walking meme now. <laughs> it's true. He made himself that way. He has no one to blame but himself. He's like, hello, girl, boy, boy, girl. It's me again. Girl, guy, girl. Girl, guy, girl. There's going to be a lot of Dave Mustaine Halloween costumes. Because of us. Yeah. Because of us, yeah. Girl, guy, girl. I seen Megadeth once a while ago. How was it? That was before. I seen him in Denver, like, on the Gigantor forever ago. Oh, with uh, Dillinger or something? Uh, I think it was Job for a Cowboy and Inflames and High on Fire. Lies! They the never lineup. play with them. That's a good lineup. It was a pretty yeah. good show. Yeah, oh, Children oh, of Bodom, too. Man. I remember that, that because I remember that one of the other musicians on that tour mentioned how, I've talked about this on the show before, oh, yeah. how Dave Mustaine had an ounce of weed at a photo shoot and wouldn't share it with any of the other bands. He's the Iron Sheik. <laughs> Told that story. <laughs> Son never of a bitch. It, never done that. <laughs> uh, well, anyway. Uh, well, yeah. thank you for calling in. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me on. I'll probably call in later and stuff. And How many uh, bands is Dave, Dave, Mustaine, Dave Mustaine in currently? How many bands is Dave Mustaine in currently? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't even know. As far as I know, it's just Megadeth. And so how many is that? I think you... He might have a side project. No, it's the just girl, girl side project. You know what would be the Spanish version of Taco John? What would be the Spanish version of Taco John? How would you say that in Spanish? Maybe Taco Juan. Oh, oh. that well. Rob, you just like you just give up too easy. I didn't give up at all. Well, I feel like the the uh, uh, the how many so and sos does so and so have is yeah, too like too much of a brick anymore. wall. Yeah. Mm. And I feel like he sort of knew what yeah. we were trying to do there. I don't think he you got it. You got disguise it a little. I see. I don't think he knew. All right. Well, do we have any more voicemails? We do have a few more voicemails. And speaking of Dave Mustaine, he actually called in. Oh no. <laughs> Hello, me. It's Dave Mustaine here. I was just wondering if you guys would ever consider doing a Dave Mustaine-based feature on your little show. <laughs> I could just read the news and highlight today's pressing issues in my incredibly muscular accent. Either that, that or really just him? some sort of Mustaine cast based entirely on me. Also, I've just fired Chris Adler because I think I saw him on Facebook with a girl guy girl. <laughs> That was Very just good. the metal injection interview he did. Wow, that, that was uh, spot on. Oh, well, I wonder you. if that was our previous caller who also tried to do a mistake impression. Oh, I see. No, I, I don't think so. No. <laughs> uh, oh, also, I want to. Uh, it's uh, just back to Israeli guy for a second, being all upset that we don't 
celebrate their was national holidays. Was that legitimate holidays. upset or like? No, I don't. Oh uh, no, like sir, yeah, upset. yeah. Uh, I always wonder about that because, you know, like our television shows are broadcast all over the world Mm -hmm. and they always talk about like these American specific holidays and it's got to be so annoying as a non-American. Well, not always, just when that holiday is coming up. Yeah. But, you know. Well, if you're going to accept American culture in your entertainment, you've got to accept American. I guess that's true. One culture. I guess it's like if there's a Canadian show talking about Canada Day. Like, does Degrassi talk about Canada Day? Probably. Pretend to be American. I don't know. All right, we got one last voicemail, and it's from uh, someone who was called out earlier by Zane. It's El Duderino. Let's see if he's stealing any more Pat Nozzle bits. Hey guys, hope you all had a happy 4th. I'm sure Rob did. He's probably doing the show from the bathroom now, given all the rib cages he ate yesterday. All the rape cages? Rib cages. <laughs> Are you reviewing that band on the website tomorrow? <laughs> rape cages got that new LP. Listen to that triggers me. Fake. In a good hey guys, oh, hope you all had a happy 4th. I'm sure Rob did. He's probably doing the show from the bathroom now, given all the rib cages he ate yesterday. It's great to hear that you like Braindead so much. They blow me away every time I see them. Especially the fact they're a three-piece band and they can do what they do. But one little contingent from last week's episode. Yeah, it was fucking awkward for Tom Mariah to bring that up in the middle of his set. But how do you know he hates all Muslims? Maybe he was just talking about jihadists like the ones that did attacks in Paris and Brussels. If you don't know how they're different from the rest of religious believers, do a Google search in your free time. It just seemed like a bit of an insincere jump to conclusions. Yeah, Rob. Last of I all, I believe that was Darren. Last of all, <laughs> now that Crystal Pepsi's coming back, is Rob going to make everyone drink it on air to get reactions? What? I feel We've like it's right it before, up there with the gross level of holodiets. No way. <laughs> no no offense, Rob. Crystal Pepsi was great. I loved yeah. that. It movie. was yeah. just fucking it's, Pepsi. It was just yeah. Sugar. It was, but sugar. it was. I feel it was like slightly. Oh, it's not li- pure sugar. It's no artificial no, color. I said clear sugar. I felt like it was a little Drink. lighter than Pepsi. I don't know. Like it tasted a little different. I, I just fully bought into the gimmick. I agree. Same here. I it was, loved it. it. Right I, I bought it all the time. Yeah. I was so sad when it was yep. gone. Yep. It was very cool. I noticed it went flat quicker too. Probably, yeah. But also, even if it was gross, nothing beats Haladiyat. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Hey, yeah, it's just soda. It's sweet it's like, yeah. Yeah. Come on I mean, Haladiyat is thick. Like, I'm very excited. If it's thick. Crystal Pepsi that's been in the factory since the first run, Still then not. that might be no. competitive. And, 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 if a piece, <laughs> and if a piece of chicken somehow dropped into the bottle. <laughs> like they made it, it like a closed. KFC factory you, afterwards. You and know, there's yeah. just one case of Crystal Pepsi left yes. and it got chicken guts in it. You know, there are unopened crystal pepsi bottles from the 90s on ebay and they're How like much? brown or whatever have they been inf- infused with gelatin or g- gelatinous substance they just that- are gelatin now uh, well if that's the case it they're may start fresh. rivaling yeah. holodiets i'm excited like it's kind of weird all of these old uh drinks are coming back like crystal pepsi ecto cooler from Who's high school well, that's because ghostbusters is back so yeah. of course no one's asking for them, but these the marketing people know that if they just put it on the shelf, the people go, "Hey, that's a thing yeah, I remember." Yeah, everything's a reboot. Even well, movies, TV shows, well now, beverages. well here's a, well there's if you look at soda, like it's essentially two record labels. There's two big record labels, which is Coke and Pepsi. What about RC? <laughs> They're not in the conversation. Aren't they owned by someone though? They also, who? I don't know. Oh well, there's all there's also like the Dr Pepper Snapple company. There's like other. That's smaller. a separate. Yeah. Oh wow. 
Uh, but anyway, they're the two biggest ones. So they just have so much distribution. They distribute so many different brands that you wouldn't even know. Yeah. Uh, and so they just have all of the means to do this. So now they're just like, how could we increase? Pro-? Like, we're already so saturated. What else could we do? Uh, and now, like, for example, uh, Coke sells the disgusting 90s drink Surge oh, as an Amazon exclusive. <laughs> so weird. Surge was the worst drink I've ever had. Was that ever like a citrus one? It was like a like citrus an energy kind. Of? kind. Yeah. It was like Coca Cola's attempt at a Mountain Dew, but oh, terrible. Yeah, yeah, but okay. Terrible. Yeah. You remember Mountain Slice? Pretty... I'm sorry. Yeah, I like yeah, Slice. I like I slice. Love slice. slice. But I feel like that's just Sierra Mist. Like, what is no. the difference? Well, there's different flavors. What happened? Mandarin orange. Yeah. Sierra Delicious. Mist is just like the lemon lime. Yeah. No, they have other Sierra Mists they do? now. Yeah. Oh, they oh. have the raspberry one, right? Yeah, oh, but wow, not orange that I've seen. Yeah. Fanta? Who's Fanta yeah. Rob? Come on, you should really know like that. Well, there's every flavor of Fanta. But who, who all Fanta's Pepsi? Oh, that's Coca-Cola. Oh, no, Coca-Cola. No, Coca-Cola. Oh, yeah, it is. Co- you're right. What about Orange Aid? Orange Aid is, uh, I believe, also Coke. What we need to do is Crystal Fanta, and you don't know what flavor you're getting <gasps> until you've bought it and wow. poured it oh, in your fucking great. face. Yeah. Mystery beverage. Yeah. Well, I'm very excited for uh, Crystal Pepsi. So is Thor. So... Crystal Fanta is also Rob's porn name. If he was a female <laughs> porn star, he would be Crystal Fanta. His drag name. Yeah. <laughs> yes! Do it! Next season of Drag Race. Crystal Fanta. Do you remember when Snapple used to have sodas? Yeah. And I they, had, they were all clear? I remember I Snapple, like when they first came out, it was all sodas. Yeah. Like they didn't really have juice drinks. They added juice later. Yeah. And now they're the Snapple lady. Wendy. When Wendy. Snapple I remember they would have like I would I really like they had like a cherry soda like a cherry yep. seltzer soda and they had a vanilla soda they had a root beer they were all clear mm-hmm. what about Jarrito oh yeah well that's well, that's that tasty Jaritos? how does that pronounce there Jaritos okay yeah, Jaritos. do you like that never Jaritos. had one really wow very I had sweet. a Malta Goya <laughs> what is that a, it's like a little uh, like creamy uh, Goya malt drink. beverage yeah. mm-hmm. okay you got to try the Jaritos. It's very tasty. Yeah. It, all pineapple flavor. I'll give it a try. I try to stay away from soda now. No. Like real, I drink diet soda. Is Do it if the, you're ever in this situation. Is the Goya beverage, is it all that like bean liquid except packaged no. as a like soda? No. Frank and beans? It doesn't taste like, like any coconut beans, juice so. and stuff. It's very good. Mm. It's all right. Not juice. my cup of tea, but it's not like Jaladiet's Is it your cup gross. of bean liquid? No. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> All right. Oh, wow. Rob's Hickey has quit the chat room. Oh, no. <laughs> we'll never know who Rob's Hickey is in the chat or in real life. Rest in peace, Shlomo. One of life's great mysteries. Yeah. Oh, he's back. back. My Hickey is It's returning. back. Is it back on you? Turn around. No, it's not. Nope. I'm All Hickey, clear. I'm Hickey free. My too. wife told me an interesting. My wife, my wife told me an interesting story the other day. Her mom hired a new guy at her auto parts store in Texas. Yes. And one day, like his first or second week, he came into work and his entire neck was covered in hickeys. So she sent him home. Really? I was like, really? In a small Texas town? My wife. Sent, I mean, it's all like truckers and stuff going in there. Who's going to be offended by a neck yeah. full of hickeys? But she sent his ass home. Um, she don't I, need to see that. I guess so. Can I just say, so... My um, wife. Sid... <laughs> Has a huge Band-Aid over his arm. Yeah. And I just, like, can you tape yourself when you take that off? Oh, it's going to hurt so it's much. It's going to hurt so much. You don't want to know what I thought? Because the lighting is a little low in here right now. You think now. I shaved it for some reason? Uh, not that you intentionally did it. I thought, like, a bunch of your hair was just gone oh. in a square. 
It will be. Yeah. Soon enough. I'm sure. I Why? sliced my arm open on my the latch of my medicine cabinet. Oh, for fuck's oh. sake. It well, was too long for one Band-Aid, so I had to use one of these long I mean, that's jobbies. a huge Band-Aid, and that's a lot of hair. It's yeah. going to be like a wax. Probably. Just pull yeah. it quickly and against the grain. I'm going to try to do it like in the shower, maybe get it wet so it won't be stuck as hard. Mm. Does that ever work? wax you. Yeah. Just be a man. What does that mean? Rip. Be a man. Can I do Mention. it now? No, I, I just put it on like a couple hours ago. It needs it on still. Uh, girl from Blighty in the chat says, speaking from the UK, we don't really hear about American holidays. I only saw about it on Reddit. What is Blighty? Is it like a town in England? Uh, probably a nickname for a town. And Rob Sickey tells oh, us a girl. that she is a girl. Mm. Well, that, that answers part of the question. <laughs> Hello, Rob Sickey. What are Hello you again. Appar- oh, Rob's getting all types of discombobulated. <laughs> He's just asking her ASL now. So Rob's hickey. Uh, you should call in and tell us if you're a long-time listener, if you've been listening, <laughs> listening since Rob got the hickey, or if you went back in the archives and heard about it. Or if it's just a happy coincidence and you don't know that there's a backstory at all. The what? number is 718-303-2353. Actually, have a caller. 402. Are you Rob's hickey? Are you my hickey? Hello? Hello. No, you're not. But who are you? Uh, Brad. Brad. Hello. Where are you calling from, Brad? Uh, Omaha. Hello, Brad from Nebraska. Omaha. Do you know Guillermo? No, probably not. Uh, so, uh, do you have something? What do you want to What's talk up? about? What's up? Um, no, not a lot. Uh, I'm looking uh, forward to uh, the next. Uh, oh, are you looking right. at Crackdown uh, right now? Where are you? Cracker Barrel? Uh, I think this month or at the end of this month or the beginning of next. Uh, and I think they said Rob Zombie's going to be attending. It's going to be at Western Amphitheater. I'm sorry, what is this? A festival? Um, it's like a. Well, it's a concert. They have like uh, okay. seven bands. Uh, Can I ask you a question? Where are you right now? <clears throat> well, you mostly rock. Um, no, no, no. Where are you? Lo- like, wh- are you, you in a house? Help? Who was uh, that yelling? It, it was announced on a, on another station. I think it's, uh, it's for hang up in on Iowa. Um, are you in tr- wait? Are you in trouble right now? He just right wants now? to get his promo out. He doesn't care what we're saying. Are you in trouble right now? And do you need some help? Because the only thing you can talk about is a concert. But really, this woman laughing in the background has you prisoner. Say Rob Zombie, if that's true. I, just, I was just wondering if you guys would be attending that. Can I ask that's you a question? So, yeah, I think Rob hit the nail on the head there. Is this woman forcing you to give promos for whatever shitty bullshit you're promoting right now? Is that Are you okay? Up? We want to know. We don't want you to die. I'm good. I'm good. Does she have a gun pointed at you? <laughs> no, no. She doesn't. So you're not being forced to read this shitty bullshit promo. You're just doing it of your own volition. No, uh, well, it's it's not a promo. It's just you know. It's a, definitely a, a promo. Let's right. stop. Sure let's stop lying. Share with you guys, Don't insult our audience by telling them you're not. Well, it's our jade. Well, since you're clearly from the promotion company, please fly us out. We'll gladly yeah, host we'll the show. Yeah, we'll broadcast from yeah. there. Yeah. I'll, I'll just sit that one out. You guys yeah, can me have too. fun at Omaha. You two can go. Yeah. Right. Fuck off. Will that. there That's be? Um, will there be catering? That's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. Will there be marijuana? Not worth it. Not worth it. I can eat here. Oh, well, probably. Who the fuck wants to go hang out with this guy? You want creamed corn, Noah? No. Elote? Yes. You like some elote? But for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? 
Um, Cornbread. So, along with other things. How, how, no. many, how many days does this show spread across? Um, well, it's just like it's an all-day thing. Um, so how many days? So it's like two days, three days? Two days, three days? Uh, um, I think just two. Oh, fuck. How many times have you called the show before? Um, a few uh, with Devin. Oh, oh so now we know who. Now we are. fucking know who's responsible for this shit. <laughs> uh, it's all been a scam um, from the beginning. Well, everybody listening, please ignore this guy's promo and don't go uh, patronize whatever he's been advertising. Wait, are you talking about Chicago Open Air, one of our great sponsors? Oh, in that case, then yeah, <laughs> do it. Then then go to it, Omaha. except not because of this guy. Because yeah. of Rob. No, Chicago Open Air is a great festival, but we're not going to it. Rammstein is playing it. At, oh, well then. No, Rob Zombie. Festival. Rob Zombie. I was talking about Rob Zombie. He's going to oh. be there. And uh, Hailstorm and, uh, uh, was advertised. And, uh, oh, why are we still on this call? You're right. Yeah. Hey, well, Can we have Colin go. back Thanks on the line? Thanks for the call. All right. Colin going over right. there? I really honestly wasn't listening to what show yeah, he was I didn't talking hear, about. I didn't hear so it either. I apologize to our sponsor. All right. talking about a show in Omaha. I don't think he was talking about Chicago Open Air. I might have been Just wrong. in case. Well, we switched it to him talking about Chicago Open Air because that's the one we care It's about. a wonderful festival. Okay. I think it's happening this weekend or next weekend. Wait, are you going? No. And if you're listening, by the way, and you're in the audience and you think it would be just a great idea to call up and ignore everything we're saying and just rattle off your stupid whatever you want to promote, please don't do that. Please stop. All right. Have well, a conversation with us. That's fine. Yeah. On that note... We are we are gonna get out of here, and I think we should play we should play the sound of Draven. We should probably okay. uh, I was actually I will play you? that also. Oh, uh, do you have another idea? Yeah, in addition to that, not instead of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was gonna say you told me last week that we don't play the Dave Mustaine song about the dog anymore. Oh I yeah, even remember it. So, so let's play that first. Do you? I mean, but uh, that. Well, I let's just have, play that. What's that? Yeah, please spare me the sound of dreaming for one week. We'll play it next week. Okay. Instead. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, I'm queuing it up right now. Okay. Darren, do you have anything you like to say about the song? Um. Well, it's a it's a throwback to 1983 when uh, Dave Mustaine and James Hetfield got in a fight. It was a story famously written about. In Dave's autobiography, where James Hetfield reared back and kicked the shit out of his dog. And then they had a fight about it. So this is a song where Dave Mustaine sings about that incident. And uh, we'll see you next week. Please remember to rate and review us if you download us on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher. Our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. On Twitter, at MI Livecast. Buy a shirt. Go to metalinjection.net slash livecast. Hit the merch button. You can see it all. See you next week. And thanks to Carmen and Peace. Staffordshire Terrier, Rob Weiler breathe. Let her dog leash go. 
Wouldn't you know? She's scratching the paint on Ron McGovney's GTO. She never had a prayer when Hexfield took her square. He sent my little puppy flying high through the air, and my dog was wailing. Her paws started flailing, and the punches were raining from my karate training. Cause of you kick my poor pet dog. Yeah, you kick my poor pet dog. Now the whole world loves me, I'm in a good place, trust me. I even made peace with my little Danish buddy, platinum seven times, I gave up snorting lines. I met Alex Jones and found Jesus Christ, yeah my life's okay, when I think of that day. I remember the rage, I wanna strangle James Cause my skin starts burning, my vision starts blurring My veins are bursting, my stomach's churning Cause of you, kick my poor pet dog Yeah, yeah, you, kick my poor pet dog You knocked her out, I said you Kick my poor pet dog Right in the stomach and you Kick my poor pet dog Yeah, you kicked her James, how could you? Kick my poor pet dog Yeah, yeah, James Kick my poor pet dog I really hate you cause of you Kick my poor pet dog And other reasons but mostly you Kick my poor pet dog Yeah, you Hetfield You'll pay for this! I swear, I'll get my friends in the CIA on you! Ugh.